Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons and put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I'm the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 25 of Duck Duck Dice. We are officially a quarter of a century old. If just numbers were also representative of years. So... But uh, Duck Duck Dice is part of the Party Foul Games family, where we have fresh gaming content every single week, including our uh, podcast that Clinton is on, which has a title, and he's going to tell it to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's called... You can't do that. It's called Game Goose. <laughs> uh, and we do video game stuff. Uh, it's pretty soon here. Tomorrow, 8 p.m. Actually, we're going to be talking about our predictions for the pseudo E3 that's happening this year. What games we think will be uh, announced for release. What games that haven't been announced will be announced. You know, those kinds of things. So we'll see. You should come join us tomorrow. Give us your predictions. At twitch.tv slash games at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so we uh, have some great creators whose stuff we use on this show. And Danny's going to talk to you about that. That's right. There's all sorts of people in the community who make some things that we use for this show that you should also check out. Uh, our audio is provided by Kevin McLeod, Tabletop Audio, and uh Will Savino over at Music D20. Make sure you check them out for your audio needs. And since we've been playing on Roll20, we've been using battle maps, and those are provided by Neutral Party and Two Minute Tabletop. So definitely check out those creators too. Thank you, Danica. So, anything else before we get going? All right, then going we get. Oh, let's see. I'm going to try to change the music, Danny. You ready? Here's hoping. Eh? Nothing? No music? Nope. Oh, well. I'm going to pause and restart. Pause. (laughs) Play. I hope the first 20 minutes of the session is just us trying to debug this some more. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can imagine what it sounds like. Um, I want to hear what you think it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right now, it actually sounds like an error button screaming. So uh, hmm. that's what it sounds like. That's what I imagine it sounds like. That's what the track is. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so after a few awkward goodbyes and some ordinary and not so ordinary shopping, the blessed have left Marin's Gate and now sit in the heart of the Fireswing Kingdom on the edge of the Triberies Valley to the west and the eastern range to the southeast. They had planned on a brief pit stop at the Temple of Gringaris to complete a delivery for Rare, the young acolyte they met outside of Hornrock. However, their worlds would be shaken as they would learn of a dark and powerful prophecy, that of the Shadow Sun, an ancient titan of a being with terrible power that once held sway over the prime material plane. They learned this from Helena, one of the last surviving members of the Lucent, an order of Gringaris followers who swore to keep the power of the Shadow Sun and accompanying Shadowfell from returning to the mortal world. Helena told the Blessed of a prophecy to which she believes they are linked, which says, 
bursting from a barren land, five pillars of light shall pierce the shadow made flesh. Helena and the Lucent believe the blessed are those five pillars of light and are destined to combat and defeat the unknown plot of the Umbral Order, who seek to awaken the Shadow Sun, who lies dormant somewhere in Amber Rush. Their only clue to any of this prophecy being made real is the black note they acquired from Father Humphrey's belongings, urging him to arrive at Windhaven post-haste. The note, Helena believes, was done by the hand of the Umbral Order. Could I roll 2d6 for me? Sure, Samuel. It's a three. You wake up on a very dark and cloudy morning. Um, there are sort of dark gray clouds hanging somewhat low in the sky as you awake outside of the uh, Helena's cottage uh, behind the Temple of Grangaris. Uh, at some point in the very early morning, some of you may or may not have spotted Helena um, leaving her abode and returning to her duties at the temple. But there you all sit around your wagon, dark clouds hanging in the air. Well, should we be on our way then? Or did you have any questions for Helena before we go? I mean, with how she looked at me, I don't know if I'm supposed to be here. He had somebody else. Oh. Yeah? We did. She's gone and you're here? You've been as much a pillar of light these last few weeks as we have. I mean, I figure we'll find out if I'm supposed to be here or not when I don't do a good job. I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, we can all do what we can, Una. And if it works, if, then it works. If not, then, well, the Shadow Sun takes it over. <laughs> A new era of darkness, you know? That's yeah, fine. <laughs> Una, I don't think it really has much to do with whether or not you're doing a good job or not. I think it has more to do with whether or not this prophecy has to do with us or someone else. True. Well, I'm going to with the horses. And I think the I don't want to talk to her. Then we can head out. All right. I will start packing up camp. Yeah, with that ally. Do you think she'd let me go check out that object? From yesterday, the thing that lets her see? I don't know, she might. Can't hurt to ask. I think I will. I think I will go ask. And I'll go into the temple. All right. Um, you find Helena um, with a bucket and pail and a scrub brush on her hands and knees, sort of scrubbing the stone floor of 
the temple, which sort of has this unnatural warm daylight sense to it coming through the massive stained glass window <clears throat> at the back of it. Um, and she doesn't really she kind of takes note of you when you walk in and just kind of keeps keeps scrubbing away. If I wander over to the stained glass from yesterday, mm-hmm. I want to put my hand where I walked through previous day. You go and you set your hand on a solid pane of red glass. And she says, it won't won't work for you. Why not? She just kind of looks up at you and she says, it likes me better. Just kind of smiles and goes back to scrubbing. Bit of a cryptic answer. Well, I'll look at it and... uh back at her. I suppose I can't really argue with that. I'll just take a a little tour around the temple before heading back outside. As you're kind of walking, she says, So, where do you all plan on going from here? Much to my chagrin, I believe we are heading towards Windhaven. Haven, yes. Well, I should very much like to know what you find out. So please, come back through after you have, I guess, seen what is to be seen. Won't you be able to see from here in any way? No, I will not be able to see any of you directly. And I'm afraid I can't provide much support to you all. I will keep my eyes on the horizon and my ear to the ground to see if anything else stirs. But I'm afraid you will be venturing to Windhaven on your own. Great. Thank you for your hospitality. She says, she says, what I can offer you is more than hospitality, I suppose. I can provide you with some sanctuary. And she kind of, at this point, she's kind of up off of the ground. Um, and she reaches into um, a deep pocket on her robes and pulls out um a stained glass like pendant in the shape of a circle uh, with this very simple kind of silver chain on it. And she hands it to you and she says, here, take, take this. It will, well, it will bring you back here or to any other temple of Grengaris that you may visit. May oh. his light guide you. Oh, um, how how does it work? Well, you can use it, and you and your compatriots will be brought back to this temple, just outside of my cottage. 
If you well, that's incredible. If you visit others, other temples, a short prayer there with this pendant to Grengaris, and then the temple or the pendant will bring you there. This is a mighty gift. Well, there is Thank a you. mighty task ahead of you. I. I did not relish in telling you what I had to tell you last night. But. I guess I. I hope you will trust the wisdom of an old lady. As. I trust you with the fate of many. I don't know if we're the ones to trust with the fate of many, but we will go to Windhaven and we'll see what we find out. That's all I can ask. Good luck to you, Kaya. Thank you. And I'll go back out of the temple. All right. So it looks like it's storming pretty bad outside. I don't know if people got to close windows. Yes. It's, a, it's about yes. to. It's about to pop outside. So let me yes. get up. Let's do a quick break so I can close my window and. Yeah, we yeah. we won't go to full break, but yeah, we'll uh or Clinton full break. No, we'll just be a break. Welcome back. All our windows are closed. It is raining, IRL. Uh, so Very hard. The, yes, it is pouring out. Um, the wagon is loaded up and near the front of the temple when Kaya emerges from it. And we all saddle up and ride off it out west. Yeah. Yeah. Where everybody gets on the wagon, I'll show them the pendant. Helena just gave this to me. She says it should let us speedily come back here, or any other temple of Grangaris that we visited. How is it like a compass? No, I, I believe she means by means of magic, kind of like the way... Well, the way Eret was probably supposed to travel. Hopefully less so the way he actually did. Will it bring the wagon as well? You know, well, I, didn't, hope so. I didn't ask about that, but I can probably... Uh, if I cast Identify on it, uh, it should probably give me some more of the details. I can work on that later today and see what all it can do. For the near future, though, it probably doesn't matter so much when Windhaven isn't really that, that far away. Depending on where we want to go next, though, it could drastically reduce our travel time. Well, right now, the only place it'll come back to is here. We have to go somewhere else where there's a temple before it will connect us there. It's strange, but okay. It's not magic that I'm super familiar with, but I'll figure it out. 
as long as you understand it, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. Windhaven, then? Onwards and upwards. Yeah. What does the road ahead look like? So, as you all leave the temple, um, to the north of you, the mountains slowly slip away behind you as you roll off west. Um, After a short while, you cross over a river and a sturdily made bridge into the Tribreeze Valley, a country of wide, flat grasslands ripe for farming and hunting. The road is dry for now and well-traveled with small embankments lining the wide dirt pathway. Across the vastness of the countryside from what you can see, there doesn't appear to be any other signs of civilization apart from the bridge behind you. The road leading beneath a vast sky awaits you all. So it'll be about two days for you to get to Windhaven. Essentially one day's worth of travel, short little jaunt through the Tribreeze Valley, and then, um, you know, a, a day or so through the dust thicket uh, forest. That's a bad <laughs> I'll sit up front to keep an eye on the road. Well, Kaya, what do you expect in Windhaven? Feels like a really loaded question. It was. Um, I expect there to be people fishing. I expect there to be a lot of forest. I expect some people who probably share some of my features. So your mom, is she an elf? No, my mom's a human. It's my father who's the elf. As far as I know, there aren't a lot of elves who live in Windhaven, though. More humans. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to expect. What, uh... What do you hope to find with your dad when you find him? I don't know. Um... Well, I don't know. Uh... I mean, my mom... My mother has told me about him my whole life, uh, about how amazing he was, is, how much he loved us. Uh, I think I just miss having family, and I think I'm just looking for that. You miss having family? Something happened to your mom? No, but it wasn't as easy for her to leave as it was for me. Uh, I'll cast Prestidigitation and just make a little flame glow in my hand. She doesn't have quite the ability 
to survive by herself that I do. And I can't really go back there. Why not? It's a better place to be from than a better place to go to. It's not as a very... cryptic as always. <laughs> it's not a very hospitable place. It's cold, and there are mountains, and there are monsters, and... There are all reasons why none of us can go back. Why can't you go back? Well, there are no books there. I have, I have goals. There are things I want to know. I, I love my mother, but I don't ever want to go back there. I really don't. I don't know. I, I didn't really have much of a direction in mind when I left, except for to find my father. So that's what I want to do. I want to, I don't know, I want to have achieved something that I set out to do. I don't know what I'll find. Like, I don't know what I'll find when we get to Windhaven. I don't know. I don't have very many answers. For all the knowledge that I have, I don't, I don't have very many answers at all. Is that enough of an answer for you? For now. I wouldn't have expected anything less. But I think that's all I've got right now. Well, Ale, things... Looking all right on the road ahead. Looks fine to me. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, what were they talking about? Ogres? Yeah, uh, I think I heard stories of them before. They're just big, aren't they? Yeah, bigger than you. Bigger than Una, even. That's more the surprising thing, I guess. <laughs> So as you're plodding along for about, you guys have probably been out about two hours now, um, outside of where you woke up this morning, and as if your conversation weren't a bit um, prophetic about problems on the road, you suddenly come upon what looks like a... um, the road is sort of strewn with pieces of wagon. Um, clear signs of struggle and chaos are kind of marked throughout the grass and on the dirt. Well, it looks like we got trouble. I'm going to jump off and run up there to like, look at tracks on the ground. Let's see if I'll I fall behind. did it. I'll search the horizon with my eyes and ears and see if I can sense any movement or presence, whatnot. All right. Um, was it Ally and Lex who were moving up ahead? Yeah. All right. I'll make an investigation check. 
Investigation, that's a two plus two, so four. Can I help allies check? Yeah, that's what, yeah. I, I either one of you advantage or both of you can roll. Okay. Which advantage? Yeah. Okay, eight plus Pro- two, so a ten. Ten. That's... All right. Um, yeah. Pretty easy to spot kind of what happened here. <laughs> um, Thankfully. There is, <laughs> yes, there is... Um, what looks like dried blood um, on the ground, on the road, and the grass. Um, some sort of large footprints, um, and a number of large drag marks heading down the road, the direction you are going. Lex, come here. Uh, put your foot. Put your foot right here, and I'll point at one of the footmarks of the big creature do that <laughs> yeah you're, it looks like a uh, your foot kind of standing on a um, like a sewer grate like a, a manhole cover about that big or so they're pretty big we uh, um, from here can we see if the drag marks take off from the road or is it just down where it we looks like they're just kind of going right down, right down the road. Um, Kaya, make a perception check for me. Oh my god, fourteen. Fourteen. Um, scanning the horizon, um, you don't see any movement or anything like that. Um, it looks like a ways ahead. There might be a bit of um, sort of a remnant of the the mountains of the region, kind of a. We're a bit of an elevated area um, where there are some kind of large rocks and boulder piles um, and then kind of large green expanse to the south but no no movement or anything else I would say you could probably clearly see the um, you know essentially what Ally and uh, Lex are seeing as far as the direction that the chaos wound up going does it look fresh at all does it look can you tell how long ago this happened um I mean you guys it it, it I mean the, the blood is dry looks like it happened a while ago all this blood here is dry the we... drag mark do they look um does it look like I don't know, is it like two lines, like feet being dragged? Or like a solid line, like a box being dragged? Multiple large objects being dragged. Well, do we want to investigate it, or do we want to just press on? Uh, That's going to be my question. Um... At this point, Luna would have got out of the cart. She's been reading her book the whole time, but she's going to go stand with the horses. It's like, should should we be worried about this? Are they going to come back? They might come back, yes. I mean, we can follow these tracks, see where they go, deal with this issue. Or and we for can now, just... it looks like they continue down the road, the direction you're going. Or we can just push on to Windhaven. How far out was this? About two hours. Okay. Not far. Up also, to you guys. On, we'll either come across them on the road or we won't. We'll just have to keep an eye out now. This is something of a heads up. 
I agree with Lex. If we just keep going forward, it'll be fine. I mean, we're not fine. Yeah. What about the people, though? What we don't even know if they survived. Here? We don't, though. Either way, we don't know. Well, our only clue is in the direction we were already heading, so... If we see anything different, I guess we'll make a determination then. Does that sound good to everyone else? Works for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd prefer. I'm just gonna stay out here with the horses. Now. Al, if it's alright, I think I'd like to ride up front with you for this part. Works for me. And I will get us underway. Right. Um, let's see here. So it'd be... Making some notes here. Playing around with the weather, you know? I think I'll also uh, pop Helmy into existence while I take my place on the backside of the wagon. Make sure Eret's awake, would you? Eret? Huh? What? You awake? Uh, yeah, totally. We had some oh. issues, so just on alert. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, study the inside of the wagon. <laughs> All right. So, um, you all, uh, let's make a, uh, perception check as you are kind of keeping an eye out. Um, it's just a 13. All right. Um, so after about 20 minutes or so, um, you are, um, you can see you're approaching this kind of rocky outcropping that Kaya pointed out to you all that's again kind of butting out against from a, a bit of an elevated area to the north of you um, and you can see probably 60 feet ahead or so those drag marks kind of get like curl off the main road and up into that outcropping which the it's almost kind of like a a half bowl kind of shape of large boulders um, and elevated earth so you can't really see up into the outcropping but it looks like the trail gets dragged up that way with the trail can I see any signs of dried blood along that as well um from up here on the wagon I know it's a long shot yeah I see what looks like a path that they um, pulled off from the road if we want to slow down a bit to check out more there. If we want to check. Okay, well, I guess Kaya fell off the wagon. I don't know. We can stop the horses. It's fine. So the wagon's still rolling along. Una will stop the horses at the... uh, where the trail... For like pointing out the trail. I'll okay. hop off from there too and just start looking around. Sure. Um, as <laughs> you all come around the corner, um, you are greeted by the Nothing. sight of 
three or four absolutely hulking creatures who have seemed to just exited from a cave um, and are about to um, go venture back out onto the road. Um, I need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, hello there. <laughs> I need to roll the horses. So I need your guys' tokens. Oops. Oops. Got me a good one. Oh boy. Really need motorized windows that I could open now since it's stopped raining. Oh, man. Ella, you okay. were up at the wagon? Or up in the wagon? Yeah. I'm in the wagon as well. Oh, whoops. How did that happen? My spells got really messed up. Okay. Alright. I guess if I'm understanding this correct, I'll probably be not too far behind wherever Kaya is. Uh... Okay. Well, she would have had to have hopped out of the wagon from the back. Okay. So, and then walking along with it for a second there. I figure about there. If folks are good with their placement. That looks fine to me. Works for me. Yep, that's good. Cool. All right. As always, I would just want to call up. I appreciate the shell on the top of the wagon. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy with that. It shifts around more than the other pieces of the wagon do, which makes it a little weird, but it works. Um, there we go. Okay, that did not work well, the way I wanted. Let's pick one. Oh, God. Man, it looks like it's injured already. Look at all those arrows sticking out of it. Oh, sorry, he's yep. a little big. There. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank he goodness. Was, he, it was the incorrect size. I apologize. My goodness. I was looking uh, forward to figuring out what the hell it was. Is there a token for Helmy or? No, should I not worry about it? I've got Helmy. If you want a Helmy, there you go. Okay. Um, or he was up on top of the wagon, you said? He was with me. He was with you. Um, and they have... <sighs> All right. Um, so as you come around the corner, you can see that there are these three standing in front of you, hulking just sort of like yellowish pale skinned um giant like creatures with these massive bellies and huge hands bulging muscles um yellow jagged um protruding teeth from these these serious underbite jaws wielding these massive clubs um a clutch of spears in each of their hands um you see another one who stands up and you can see on his back is a small fort with four small creatures in it. And upon seeing you, they all just yell and uh, begin to attack. Um, so 20 to 25. 21. So do the creatures start to attack? Or like the small creatures, or do the ogres start to attack? I got 24. The 
I mean, it looks like all the ogres are attacking you. Okay. Is that what you yeah. said? It made it sound like the little animals were starting to attack. No. Oh. Um, what'd you get, Ally? Sorry? 24. 24. Okay. Uh, 15 to 20? Uh, 17 for Helmy and 15 for me. 16 for Una. What did Helmy get? 16? 17. 17, okay. Uh, And 10 to 15? 11. All right. Um, Ally, you are up. Okay. Uh, I I would first ask you, though... um, Upon coming around the corner and seeing this, the horses begin to absolutely freak out. Um, I'd like you to make an animal handling check, please, to maintain control of the cart and keep them from running uh, off. 16. 16. They lurch forward, trying to go down the road, but you manage to kind of like, whoa, whoa, and pulling back on their, um, on the, uh, the Cartier reins another official horse turn um very specific part of the reins um you pull on the cartier reins and uh manage to kind of keep them under control they're definitely tense they're kind of bucking around they're wanting to get out of there but you've got to hold on them uh, on them for right now just for clarification the cartier reins those will connect directly to the clot hoppers right yeah exactly okay. see you get it zach we're yeah. we're educating people about equestrian <laughs> um you know tools and gear as well throughout this process Um, so what do you do ally I am going to keep the horses calm yes the horses will run if you you jump out yeah okay (laughs) okay all right so you are trying to keep the horses calm successfully doing it right now um anything else uh nope. All right. Uh Eric. Um so you I'm going to seen shit yet. <laughs> I'm going to run up to the I assume I can get from the back of the wagon to the front of the wagon without going around, right? Uh yeah, cuz you can you, you guys are always poking your heads out of the front. So yeah, sure. oops, see, I shifted it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to run up to stand next to Ally. Can so, I see yep. an ogre or whatever from here? Yep. Um, and you I could, guess I'll... I think you could probably see all of this. It's not that steep of an incline. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then striking a gallant pose, I'll uh, shoot an arrow at blue <laughs> ogre. At blue, fire away. Cool. Oh, I shouldn't have struck that gallant pose. Uh, 16. 16 hits. Four damage. All right. I assume they're not flat-footed and I don't get sneak attack. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, so this... And your arrow sticks into this creature's belly and it just looks like this tiny toothpick coming out of it. And it just sort of, like, brushes its hand over its belly and just kind of snaps it off. Um, anything else? Use 15 feet of movement. Or, uh, uh, maybe not five, ten, yeah, 15 I'll just stay here alright 
Uh, Helmy's turn. I'll just read out the order real quick. So it's going to go Helmy, Luna, Kaya, Lex. I'm not telling you where the monsters are going, but that's the player character order. Okay. Helmy is going to stay with me, I guess, actually, for right now. Yep, Helmy's just going to stay with me. Uh, I'll have him move forward a little bit, I guess, since we can't actually move together. So, like, behind Una, one space south. Like that? Works. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Kaya. Or no, sorry. Uh, Helmy, Una. All right. So the land, like, to the south of us right now, is it travelable? Uh, yeah. It, apparently there are some small bushes. Those are bushes. Um, and growing around the outcropping. Uh, but beyond those bushes is sort of just vast green countryside. Um... Then I am going to move 15 feet and get beside Ally. All right. And then attempt to grab the reins from him. Trying yeah, to grab the reins? I'll hand them to you. Okay, uh, yeah. You've got the reins. And then I am basically dragging the horses to the south. All right. And uh, I am telling them, like, just follow me. Just follow me. It's, it's going to be fine. Everyone will take care of it. You'll be fine. Just right. dragging them forward. I mean, dragging uh, them south. Okay. The way we go. Going to attempt to... The exit stage uh, left. <laughs> I'll say you guys get about there. Whoop, some shifting's happening. Um, <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not a perfect system, guys. Um, no, it's fine. So... So, Ally and Eric, you're still on the wagon. Una, you are there with the wagon and the horses. That work? It you does. Could, I mean, you could use your action, I would say, to, like, you could, like, dash. Um, yeah, I'll, I will bonus action Firebolt at the Ogre. Oh. All right. And then use my action to dash. Yeah. Let's see. That will be a 16. 16 hits. Come on, off um, this road. Ally and Eret, I would... Mm, That's five, five points of fire damage. Five points of fire damage, the big guy. Um, which kind of just like... just It hits him, it burns him a little bit, but he sort of seems unfazed by both the arrow and the bolt of fire that just hit him yeah, uh, what do you guys right. think i think we should re- just use your reaction it... to hop off oh i was gonna say i think we should make it like mounted rules where you're just <laughs> yeah. on the thing and it moves if you if it moves you move you have to use half your that speed or whatever sense. to dismount to dismount mm-hmm. yep okay cool yeah no that works for me all right um so let's see so you guys would be um, I'm gonna keep you on screen, but you're off screen. Um, I would hard to safety though. I would say you guys are 80, 80 feet away from this first ogre. 
here. That cool. That cool. Um, all right. So that was Una's turn. Now it is Kaya's turn. I'm going to run. Uh, is this how it, is this how it goes? Nope, that's not it. There it is. I'm going to run to there, um, and like kind of hide behind that bush, and I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. All right. Because I didn't do that today for like the first time ever, and uh, that will be the end of my turn. But uh, because I forgot that he could do that, I'm having Helmy take the dodge action if that's okay. Sure. Because that's an action he could take in combat. So. Sure. Yep. That's your freebie. After Don't this, you lose levels. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. So, um, Lex, as you are standing there, you hear this whizzing sound. And all of a sudden, four arrows from the back of the ogre with this weird fort on his back um, come flying at you. Uh, that is a 12, 19, 21, and 22. All but the 12 hit. All, all but 12, I think. Didn't I say 12? Was that the first? Yeah. yeah. All but 12 hit? So yeah. Okay. AC's 15. Got it. Um, and you take 15 points of piercing damage as three arrows come flying off that ogre's back, um, hitting you. Zach, we're losing you off the camera there. Uh, and you Hold are on. not raging yet, correct? I'm not. All right. All right. So that is 15 points of damage to you. Um, and now it is your turn. Just trying to adjust the uh, camera to make sure everything's all kosher there. Does not appear to be. By the way, maybe I should actually like use Discord for this. <laughs> it's gonna, you know, the one that actually works in real time. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right, Lex, it is your turn. All right. Um, so, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will move... Um, uh, I just want to make sure that they don't get it. Uh, so he has a line of sight to all of us then. Uh, this guy, right? Which guy? Do it again. He has line of sight to us all. Uh, yeah, or just me. Yeah. I mean, he's standing up. He's probably about ten feet tall, um, eleven feet tall or so. Okay, all of these guys are. And, and they're all bushes so they're, and not trees, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, and you can move through the bushes. It's just difficult terrain if you're fully in it. Um, let's see. I will move. doesn't really get me in the... Well, I'd probably get to here. I'll rush that way, because I do have the 40 feet of movement. Yeah, you can get there. Yeah. Um, and then I'll rage. All right. Roll that beautiful rage table. Oh, God. Rolling rage table. 
Yikes. That's the other Ooh. reason I moved the horses. I'm glad I uh, moved away. Because roll the oh, one. No. Um, remind me. I need to uh, so I got to roll a d10, again. and everything within 30 feet of me takes that much necrotic damage, and I gain that many um, temporary HP. Nice. Nice. What color do you start to glow? Uh, black. Nice. Uh, that could it's have been like better. The perfect amount of weight. It's perfect. My goodness. Um, that's only two damage to, I believe it's just purple and blue who get hit with that. Alright. So, four temporary HP for me. Really Alright, so, about 15. as you go running through the bush, um, this kind of black, um, cloud coalescing around you and then forming into you, there's this burst of energy from the bushes as, um, this black energy, um, get shot into the faces of these marauding ogres um, who seem somewhat I would say surprised by what they've seen but still undaunted um, um, and yeah as I come through the bush into um, purple I'll go ahead and recklessly uh, attack with my first strike alright um, so that's a 21 21 hits Plus six. Um, yeah, so 13 damage on that one. Nice. And second attack. Oh, wow. That's how it goes. Double nat ones. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Ooh. All right. So how they roll some days. <laughs> yeah, you managed, you um, emerging from the bushes like a. a, a a, a black swirling blade of death. Um, you lash out and um, slice into the belly of the ogre who rears up in pain before just kind of like smacking your next attack with the back of its hand as your blade glances off of its giant knuckles. Anything else? Um, I'll probably just, you know, hiss in anger at it and just stare daggers at it. All right. Daggers deployed. Okay. Um, it is now the ogre's turn, and it is Red's turn first. Who is going to go? Uh, 10, 20, 25. To here, um, and is going to, um, it, it's kind of lumbering down. Um, does it speak? Oh. And uh, you hear it yell out, horse meat, as it's like running down and it hurls a javelin um, towards your guys' horses. Um, probably at disadvantage because it's, it's a, cart it's a in the ways way. away. Let's see, that's 15 and an 80, so cover? 95. Um, yeah, so definitely a disadvantage. 65 um, feet. Oops. Do they have cover because of the cart? Uh, no. <laughs> There's a big cart to shell in the way. Um, it's He's lofting it over. Um, that is Seeking 17 to hit. Your horse has an armor class of 10. Um, whoever wants to uh, roll a roll roll a die for me. Somebody roll a die for me. What kind of die? 
A D4, um, got it. If it's even, it's going to be clip. If it's odd, it's clop. <laughs> oh, no. I hate it. I hate it already. Um, I'll just roll. It's fine. Choose clip. <laughs> Two. Two. So a massive crew javelin just strikes down into the back of clip um from high above uh doing some damage zero damage it grazed him um so clip just gets skewered by this javelin and falls down to the ground and sending um, the rest of the wagon sort of flying with it. Um, Ally and Eret, I need both of you to make dexterity saving throws as you are tossed from the wagon. Um, uh, dex save, that's an 18. 23. Alright. You both managed to jump out just in time. Um, Una, I want you to make an animal handling check to see if this thing, how, how this thing actually, how this goes. Because it may oh, not topple completely. Oh, goodness. Uh, um, <coughs> animal handling. That is a non-nat 20. All right. Um, as uh, uh, Klopp uh, begins to kind of run off and the wagon swings wildly to one side, um, you almost kind of like bear grip hug it with your massive arms and trying to calm it down and uh, the wagon swings wildly and Era and uh, Ally go tumbling off um, into the grass unscathed and just using your your massive body and your just tender whispers of horse speak uh, you manage to keep the um, you manage to keep Klopp from completely tossing the wagon and it manages to and it just rocks um and eventually coming to a stop um and that was that ogre's turn um it is now blue's turn who's going to run over and attack at lex with advantage correct because of your reckless can't hear you zach Yeah. Yep. Yes. So with advantage, right? Yep. Alright. Um, that is a eight and a nine. <laughs> so hit. You hear coming up behind you this growl and this massive body just like uh, rushing through the bushes and your instincts kind of kick in and you tumble out of the way as a massive club just slams on the ground, flattening the bush and making this massive indent in the ground at the same time. Um, and that was his turn. Um, purple is also going to attack you with advantage. Uh, that is a 22 hit. Purple or non? None. Okay. Uh, jab hits. Yeah, none. Yeah. Um, doing <laughs> 10 bludgeoning damage. All right, to well, you. As you duck out of the way and the other one just goes and clips you uh, with its massive dick. Um, <laughs> you, you, you cut out when you were saying stick. It's all you said dick. I don't like I, that. 
Yes. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I could run with it. I'm not. Please <laughs> don't. This, battle, this whole battle's absurd. Um, <laughs> hits you with his massive piece of lumber. <laughs> Club. <laughs> and that is his turn. Um, the one with the fort on his back is going to five. <laughs> Um, he is going to run to there and actually he's going to dash out to the wizard hiding in the bushes. Um, but that is his turn. So now it is Ally's turn. Ally, you are 50 feet off camera. (laughs) All right. Well, that's easy. I can get back. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'll step with the wind. Uh, so it gives me 80 feet. So I guess I'll move to between next to Helmy, I guess. Right side of Helmy. Um, all right. Um, and then I will, I guess, dagger attack at the one there. Right. So, is it sunlight out, or is it, it not direct ooh, sunlight? Well, no, it's it's, it's cloudy. It's cloudy, so you're not in direct sunlight. Thanks for always remembering that. I always forget. Uh, so that is a 19. 19 hits. Doing 8 damage. The 8 first, damage. Second one is a 20 to hit, doing uh, 10 damage. Nice. And you're using the boomerang blade? Yeah. All right. For the first so, time. cutting through the grass um, like a bird through the air, Ally is just gone from like the point where he hits the ground off the tumble from the, the wagon. He is like a shot through the grass. And Kaya, as you see these two hulking figures kind of come up on you, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, Ally is at the ankles of one and just two well placed cuts like drops the ogre down to one knee um and lets out this groan of pain uh and anything else um no i don't think so all right uh eric your turn you are 50 feet off camera oh that worked out well for both of you having the ability to move a lot (laughs) how far off camera is una Una is, I mean, I was just for sake of ease right there with you. Oh, wait. I get sneak attack anyway since they're engaged. Never mind. Um, I'll run 25 feet forward. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know which one to attack. Uh, I'll attack red, I guess. All right. My bow. Attacking red. Roll Uh, attack. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Um, 22 damage. Nice. And then 
straight. I messed this up. Let me do math real quick here. Hold on. Okay. Um, so, and then an arrow just comes in from a distance and sticks in the, the, uh, ogre's neck. And as he pulls it out, blood kind of runs down his large belly. Um, and he's, uh, kind of like starting to look a little bit woozy, um, but still very angry. Uh, anything else, Eric? Uh, so 25 feet back. Yep. Oh, bonus action dash the rest of the way. All right. Back on camera. Cool. Uh, Helmy's turn. Uh, Helmy is going to use the help action. All right. On the big guy, I guess. So he's going to fly well. No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, the got little guys on the big guy's back. Yes. Do they all count as separate people? Uh, they like, yes, they are their own separate. And from so, here, you can clearly see it. there are four goblins riding on his back. So I'm standing next boat. to five enemies. Correct. Holy shit. All right. Well, then Helmy is just going to use flyby and get out of there. Um, and fly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. There? Cool. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, that was Helmy Una, 50 feet off camera. Okay. Is Cliff dead or is Cliff like saving throws? I mean, death saving uh, throws. Cl- Cliff is in saving throws. Normally I wouldn't oh, give a horse okay. because of Cliff and Clop, because of who they are, they get saving throws. <laughs> um, oh, darn it. Which actually, so on your turn, I'm going to make a, a saving throw for Cliff. You and I'm not going to tell you what happened. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it Uno's casting cure that. wounds. <laughs> All right. So you cast cure wounds on. Yep. All right. Um, uh, I will attempt to drag them farther. I don't know if I can get him up because he has, yeah, but yeah, I I don't think, um, I don't know if you'd be able to. Because if it's normal, like players, it would be half movement, but if he's, you know, a horse and wiped out from that horrifying experience. Yeah. Um, so did you, you did cure wounds? Yes, I did cure wounds. For how much? Um, that is going to be... Do, 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 do. Uh, it's a horrible amount, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, five points. Five points, yes. Uh, so pulling the massive javelin out of your skewered horse, you quickly lay your hands on it, and um, you see the wound begin to kind of close up as Clip kind of comes back very confused and frightened. Um, if you would like to attempt to drag this horse, uh, make an animal handling check. Okay. And you'd also... It's still hooked up to the wagon, so I don't know how much closer you'd be able to get it because you'd have to also be dragging... The wagon. That's true. It was yeah. So 
if I'm dragging him and not able to like have him move, I don't think yeah. I would move him any farther because the javelin is already a disadvantage. <laughs> uh, so here's here's what I'm. So odds are so at this point they need some sort of when to go. They're gonna go at the end of your turn. Odds okay. are he's gonna stand up and they're gonna try to keep running. That's the goal. I want them to keep okay. moving forward. Yes. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Or yeah. South. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna say like that's probably just by the nature of freaked out horses that just came back to life they're probably just going to keep running the direction that <laughs> they were going before i'm just keeping a hold of the reins so we don't lose them okay um and also like slowing them down so they're not going faster than me that's the attempt okay okay um, yeah, and, and they definitely wouldn't be able to anyway because he's got half his movement speed from standing up but so. i will uh again bonus action firebolt at the one that shot all right. Uh, that was blue. Red, I thought. That was red. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, so that's going to be a 21. 21 hits. That's my poor horses. That's going to be 14 points of damage. Nice. And that is it for Una. Um, so this moat of fire, like a, a firework goes whizzing. Uh, across the open plains and just like the lofted javelin almost in many ways it slams into the ogre um who again falls down to one knee and you can there's this hole in his chest where the fire um hit him and burned through um he looks like he is very much on his last leg uno doesn't uh, know if they speak giant or not but uno will yell at him to leave the horses alone in giant okay all right. Yeah. You all hear from a ways off Una yell this real guttural, deep, kind of gravelly almost language out to the this uh, hulking creature um, who's basically blinking out his last moments of life, barely standing. Um, all right. So that was Una Kaya. I don't think this is going to make any difference, but I am really going to try. Kaya is going to grab her dagger and look at Lex and cast haste. Mm. Um, Oh, I need this. Uh, And cast haste. So Lex is now hasted. And looking up at the towering giant like lumbering in front of her she's mm-hmm. going to scramble back like this way all right that's i mean you can move through the bush so that's like 15 feet so far yeah all right it is going to make a swing down at you Uh, missing, that is an eight as a massive um, a large spiked mace <clears throat> slams down on the ground um, sending dirt kind of flying in your direction that you're running uh, anything else, Kaya? Uh, nope, nope, I think that's I think that's enough, because that's not what I thought was going to happen so, no, that's it, that's all Kaya's going to do besides sweat alright uh, as you are running away, um, four beady-eyed little goblins poke their head up from the fort and each fire an arrow 
after you. Uh, that is... What is your AC? 16. Okay. So, miss. Hit. Shield. Uh, that was a... 21 to hit. 21 is the AC. All right. So you block the second one. Um, the third no, one does hit. hit. If it's, it, it matches. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, um, so, so yeah. Uh, so that's two that hit. And then the last one is a 19 to hit. Shield. All right. So uh, uh, that's three hits then. see two hits yeah two hits miss hit hit miss so there's four of them oh right right okay uh so that is that is 14 piercing damage as two arrows stick into your back um you manage to kind of whirl around and block the other one with a burst of energy that was heading straight towards you um and that is their turn. Lex, you are hasted, sir. And it is your turn. You need so to make a concentration check on that, I think, though. Uh, yes, you do. But I can't remember what the DC is. So it would damage, be... Half the damage? Yeah, so or it'd be 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yep. 10. Uh, 12, and... Right. it's That was 12 on the die. It's con, right? Yep, so yeah. 10 and 12. Yep. All right, yep, both make it. Cool. So you are still hasted, Lex. So Shadow Lex is um, especially kind of bugging out now that he's going super freaking fast. Yes. Um, so he's going to run up the club of purple that just uh, smacked him uh-huh. and make two attacks uh, aimed at its throat. Okay. Roll attack. All right. Oh, that was... So close. That's uh, 25, 26 to hit. Hits. Roll the other one, too. Oh, no, I dropped a d6. Uh, that's a non-nat 20. All right. Yeah, both hit. All right. First one. Um, that's 15 damage for that. All right. Second slice is another 13 damage. All right. And he's going to do like a weird backflip thing off of uh, purple shoulders to land um, back to where he was, but he's going to do a side swipe at Blue's neck. All right. And that is a uh, 13. 13 hits. That's only 10 damage to Blue, though. All right. But that backflip, though. Yeah, no, you run up the club of this giant as it's pulling it out of the ground, and uh, you slash at it violently. Um, this, like, a, a knife in, a, in the dark made human form. Um, cutting deep into it two times before, backflipping off, hitting the ground, turning and swiping um, at the legs of the other large ogre menacing your flank, um, doing heavy damage to both. Purple uh, is looking very rough at this point. 
All right. Uh, that was Lex. Uh, it is now the ogre's turn. Uh, Red is going to attack Ally. Uh, that is a 20, 24, 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Doing that? nine bludgeoning damage. Um, as it tries to swipe down at you almost like a golf club um, and you duck down but it just clips the top of your head kind of sending you whirling a bit Uh, and now it is Blue's turn who is going to do the same thing attack Lex with this giant club Uh, that is an 18 to hit alright that will hit so Uh, doing ooh uh, 11 plus 15 bludgeoning damage Okay. Uh, so halved, seven. And, and that then, was just... Was that a regular or was that with advantage? Regular. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then purple is going to swing at you as well. Uh, I That is a 13 to hit. Will not hit. That does not hit, as you manage to jump out of the way of the second one after a glancing blow off of your back. Um, now round up or down is, for damage. I'm down, down everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, continuing to pursue Kaya is this large ogre with the fort on its back. It's going to swing its club down attack. at him. Yes. Uh, oh, not one. Never mind. All right. <laughs> uh, as Ally fails to hit it, it swings down at a giant great club with you. Uh, 23 to hit. Even with shield, still hits. All right. Uh, 13 budgeting damage. I am down. Kaya is down on the ground. falls and Zach Eric Lex can't move next turn. All right. Um, That was... And it just kind of yells out in this glorious victory of having felled its opponent um and now it's ally's turn ally you just saw uh kaya get smashed down there's a heavily bleeding out ogre standing next to you uh i'm gonna stab at him that's a 27 27 hits doing uh 12 damage 12 damage um, you're using the boomerang blade, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, you um, the, yes, just slice, jump up, spinning, slice at its throat. It drops its club, gripping its neck, and just sends up a cloud of dust as it falls down on the ground before you. Uh, and then I'm gonna go. Can I try to like climb up onto the back of the other one and get into the little fort thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try totally. and do that. All right, It'll be the right uh, size. <laughs> make an acrobatics check. Uh, oh, 18 plus skills. Acrobatics is eight. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You scamper up into the. Um, hold on. Uh. It's going to be weird. Um, oh. 
there you go. Um, you can't actually get inside of it, but I'll say you can kind of cling to the outside of it. Okay, I'm just going to stab in at the goblins. All right. Roll attack. Uh, 22. Hits. Doing uh, 3 plus 6. 9 damage. Which one are you attacking? Uh, that one right next to me, the blue one. All right. You almost unbeknownst to the goblins that are looking out um, over the vast fields to the south. Um, you come up behind and just, just lob one of their heads off. Uh, the, the rest of them are like, ah! noticing you clinging to the uh, the ogre. Um, anything else, ally? Yeah, I'm going to make two. I'm going to flurry blows, make two unarmed strikes. Uh, right. God, I keep rolling so well. 19 plus 7, or 17 plus 9. Uh, yes, hits. That's 3 plus 6, so 9 damage. Nine damage. All right, and you also kill Orange. Can I get in there now? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll go in and I will punch the red one. All right, roll uh, attack. Fourteen plus nine, so twenty-three. Hits. That's a one plus six, seven damage. Seven damage. Again, you. So you climb up, cut the head off one, pull yourself up inside. <clears throat> um. Slash at another one, yeah, and then and then kick one. It's it's just, yeah, you're like a a, a spider monkey with a knife, uh, <laughs> climbing up into, uh, the back of this ogre fort backpack. Um, oh, like, like horse kicked one out of the cage, and he just like, flew <laughs> out. Uh, all right, Eric. Um. I assume that gives me sneak attack against the giant there, since he's within five feet-ish, kind of. Yeah. On, on, on this one, I would probably say no, because it's kind of its own extra space, um, and he's not really aware of or distracted by the chaos of the, the goblins, goblins getting killed on his back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Gotta be distracting goblins flying. It out is about it's like when Zach said the scream. Yeah, the goblins getting kicked. In there, yeah. The, yeah, the goblin is flying out, screaming. Yeah. yeah. He looks back just to see like a goblin head shoot past his shoulder. Pops off his head. <laughs> what are you doing down here, Gary? <laughs> go hide behind the dead ogre. I assume it's a pretty big mound of flesh. Yes. And then I'm gonna shoot uh, the ogre that killed uh, Kaya. All right. These guys. All right, roll attack. Twenty-five. Twenty-five hits. Twenty damage. Twenty damage. Nice. All right, so ducking behind the fresh ogre corpse, you ready an arrow and fire it off over his back, um, sticking it into the side of the head of the uh, confused ogre, wondering what's happening with his goblin buddies getting tossed off of his back and heads rolling off and hitting his shoulders. Um, and 
he's going to staggers for a brief moment before like regaining his composure and just kind of dumbly pulls the arrow out and there's blood pouring down his side um anything else Aaron? can i actually move oh, i can't paint it right now um to this square i think where were you before you were here yeah Five, ten, fifteen. Nope, I can't. 25. So you move there. All right. Uh, no, I'm looking to be within 30 feet of the big ogre. It doesn't look like it can be, really. Oh, well. That's fine. Okay. Um, let's see. that. Now it's Helmy's turn. Helmy poofed. One Kaya did. Yep. Um, Una, your turn. You are still 50 feet away, hugging the horse. Um, actually, are, are you letting... The, you're, you're trying to hold on to the horses as they go? Yeah, well, during that turn, I was. Okay, so you would now be, like... Let's see, they would have had 20... So you'd be 70 feet away. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> Una will... Um... Oh, yeah, no, I have, I'm near Klopp right now. Una will, like, yell at Klopp, like, in a nice way. It's like, you're in charge, buddy. Just, if anything <laughs> happens, like, run as fast as you can, but come back, because there's more dangerous stuff out here, and they're going to kill you, so come back, please. Make an animal and so... check. <laughs> Poor horses. <laughs> Poor horses. That's a 13. All right. They, they make their agreeable horse noises that you're familiar with, even though they it's they're clearly panicked. And then Una is going to like basically let go of the reins and then start dashing back. So action yep. to dash. Yep. So that, um, Movement speed is thirty. Yep. All right, so you are ten feet off screen. And then Uno again will uh, shoot a firebolt at the one by Kaya. All right. Roll attack. That is a 19. 19 hits. That is eight points of fire damage. So, giant furball sprinting through the tall grass sends off another moat of fire that explodes on the side of the ogre, um, sending embers and the smell of charred flesh through the air. Um, he's uh, He's still looking okay. He's, he's definitely beat up, but he's going strong. Anything else, Una? That is everything Una can do. All right. Kaya, death saving throw, please. 16. All right. One success for Kaya. Oh. Um, it is this goblin's turn who is going to uh, attack at... Uh, No, he's gonna jump out. He's gonna, he's gonna, ju- he's, he's jumping out. Yeah, yeah. After seeing, you know, Kung Fu Kobold come up and, all right, yeah. Abandon ogre, abandon uh, ogre. Nineteen, nineteen hits. <laughs> uh, that would be eight damage. Eight damage as he goes to run and jump mid air. You just slice at him. Um, sending both halves of him tumbling down to the ground below. Um, Lex, you cannot move. Or take actions. 
or take actions. I guess I'm <laughs> chilling here then, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was Lex. It is the ogre's turn now. Um, red That's kind of like up, I guess. Red is dead. Blue and purple are going to attack. So exhausted. Like they don't have advantage against you or anything. Do they? No. Oh, yeah, I'm no, wondering. Like... Uh, well, one rolled a nat twenty. Okay. The other rolled a, the other rolled a twenty-four. I mean, that'll get me on both. So the damage from the first one is. Oops. Does your rage drop if you can't? Oh no, because you've taken damage. It's turn. So twelve damage halved is six. That's for the first one. The crit, uh, the crit oh. is twenty-six damage. Oh, halved is bad. thirteen. Thank goodness for barbarian rage. Right. Did we say you roll for our crits? You max it out and then you just roll the hit die, or you roll the damage die. You don't add the bonus, right? Again. Okay. No, the bonus just gets added once. Just once, right. Okay, cool. Um, that was the Ogier's turn. Um, now it is this big guy here um, who's probably going to start running after Una. Actually, hold on. I'm going to have him. This probably won't go well, but we'll see. Uh, I'm figuring the worst. You're figuring the worst. I was seeing if he would. You have at least. I was seeing if he could, turns. if he would think to like get his backpack off, like drop the backpack. But he's a big dummy, so he doesn't. Um, Just jump and backwards. Steps on Kai as he goes after Una. Yeah. He is going to run after Una. Um, okay, so Una, he can get up to you off camera, ten feet away. Uh, and it's okay. going to swing a mace at you. How dare. Uh, that is a 16, or it's not 16, sorry, 13 to hit. That does not hit. All right. So this <laughs> massive brute running at you with this crudely made um, iron mace just swings down and you expect almost this concussive impact, but instead of just like just like sticks down in like a soft piece of dirt um, in front of you. And that is its turn, ally. Uh, okay, here we go. All the punches. Uh, pack tactics. So, ooh, that's not good. I rolled a three, a three, a four, and a seven. <laughs> so, seven plus nine is uh, 16. 16 hits. Okay. Uh, that'll do 10 damage. All right. Uh, <clears throat> and then 4 plus 9, so 13. 13 just hits. Ooh, okay. Uh, Which is a little more armored up than the others. And that'll do 7 damage. All right. And then I will flurry of blows with my punches after the boom. You're basically just like punch him in the back of the head this whole yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Box his ears. <laughs> uh, so s- they'll both hit because it's a seven and a nine on the dice. Uh, yeah. And that'll be 11 and seven. So 18. 18 damage? <clears throat> All right. 
Um, so yes, you. So Una, you just see this kind of pained look on this ogre's face because um, you've you've seen nothing that has happened with, as far as like um, ally is concerned. And you just see this pained, confused look on this <laughs> ogre's head, and then it just kind of stops, and it just just falls down in front of you. Um, and Ally's just kind of standing on the back of its head um, that you can see is all... <laughs> now I'm going to turn and <laughs> take off back towards legs. All right. 40, 40 um, feet. So, 5, 10, 15, Ally is the FVP on this combat. You can get there. Perfect. All right. Uh, and that was Ally. Aerith. Um, so when you said that the, like, the bank, it wasn't too high, yeah. is that, like, All right, this enough is, this for is, a halfling to hide behind? You could, I mean, you could hide behind, this, it's probably about four or five feet high. Oh, okay, I'm going to move to there then. All right. Um, and then I'm going to shoot blue. Dabba okay. Dee, dabba die. Um, 13. 13 hits. Awesome. 19 damage. And then I will, uh, help, um, Lex. Attack blue. All right. How do you help him? Uh, I'm like, I got some horse meat. I got some horse meat. Trying to distract the <laughs> ogre. All right. And the the ogre upon here is like, what? <laughs> horse meat. Um, I keep opening my system preferences, and I don't want to do that. All right. Um, helm is gone. Uh, Una. So uh, we're good now. Una is going to uh, go towards Kaya. All right. So How close can I get? 10, 15, 20. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get up there. Okay. Uh, so that would just be uh, action, um, yep. cure wounds. Okay. I will still s- spend it so you don't know I'm casting it. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be six points of healing. All right, Kaya, you awaken with Una standing over you. Um, the ground littered with dead goblins. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Una will um, over Kaya. Uh, do I have enough? Yeah. Um, I will again shoot a firebolt. All right. Roll attack against blue. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So that's going to be a 22. 22 hits. And that's 10 points of fire damage. Nice. All right. So Una just shooting fire. Um, It hits the ogre in the eye as he turns around hearing about this horse meat he's been promised. Um, And embers go kind of flying from his eyes yells out in pain gripping at his face um kaya 
It is your turn. You are prone. Alive. Uh, Kaya is going to stand up shakily and look around and see all of the dead ogres around her and see that Lex is still off by himself and she's going to clutch her dagger again and she's going to say something that's not polite in company and she's going to cast fireball aiming where the other two ogres are. All right. I need more d6s for that. And what is that deck save? That deck save is 15. I need another D6. There we go. All right. Blue saves, purple fails. Oh, that's a couple sixes. All right. All right, Blue, just live. <laughs> 18. I finally remembered to use my help 20. action, and it's not going to matter. <laughs> 30 total. So 30 and 15. All right. Sukaya so stands up says something and it was like oh my gosh i read about that in the book that's not nice and just sends this and it's an ice ball right yes okay and um moves her hands and you can see almost like moisture being pulled in as something crystallizes between her hands and fires off um and just sort of quietly whirls uh, across the path before stopping in between all of the ogres and lex through your kind of dark and blurry yet focused vision you see this um uh this explosion of ice shards that you can feel the cool air on your face but none of them actually strike you as you sort of like go to block and then as the ice shards sort of hit and then melt um sending off uh vapor into the air all of the ogres lie dead and I think that's where we'll take a break. So we will re- be right back. We'll say that we This. We good. <laughs> Welcome back to Duck Duck Dice. Uh, the Blessed have just defeated a uh, small group of ogres. The battle was not without bloodshed uh, and much toil, but now that the uh, the dust has settled, there you all stand amongst the uh, corpses of four massive ogres and a scattering of goblin body parts. Um, Una is going to like give a once over of Kaya, just like to check, like, no, oh, she's breathing, is fine, and then she'll say, I'll be back, and then she starts running back towards where the horses are go went. And whistling. Okay. okay. Make a um, animal handling check. Ooh. Not today. That is a natural one. Okay. You go to whistle and just a fart noise comes out. <laughs> and the horses just kind of keep on running. Does the shell echo at least? <laughs> <laughs> the shell whistles as it's going because it's a horn. Yeah, so oh, yeah. They, they move another. They move. They're now probably 120 feet away from you, as they're just continuing to bolt into the. Well, Watch Una it. will continue to go, and then we'll call for them again. Okay. As we go. Watching uh, that happen, I'm gonna 
go up towards where the ogre came from. All right. It does look like that there is a small cave. I'll uh, hesitantly go look into the cave. All right. Uh, your senses are just assaulted with this putrid, rotting B.O. smell emanating from the cave. Um, and looking in, um, you can see that it's... Um, it's. I mean, it's a fairly large cave, but it looks like it's one room. Um, and there is a pile of... Um, horse carcasses, about three of them, um, and a number of wagon parts, some of which have been burned in a large fire in the center. Um, there are some smashed crates and barrels as well from what you can see at the cave entrance. Nothing really intact that I can see? I would say you have to go further in to and actually examine the stuff uh, to be able to pick through and see what's intact. I assume it's pretty dark in there. It is. Why don't we take a breather first and then we can poke around in there. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking. Uh, I'm not going into that dark cave. <laughs> so eventually an out of breath Una does return back with the horses having got her cardio in for the day. Is everyone alright? Everyone else? Lex, are you okay? <clears throat> Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. You are you fine? I uh I feel much better than I did a second ago, and I'll look at Una with a weighted gaze. I I you were not as bad as you thought, I promise. No, Una, I know I know how bad I there it was black. There was nothing. Are you okay? Thank you for helping to make her feel better. I just checked her over, and it's fine. You did a good job checking her over. Thank you. Um, is everyone? Is there more going to come out? I don't know. Um, should probably be ready. I think. Did Eric come back from the cave yet, or is he still off by the entrance? I think he came back. Okay. Eric, did you see anything from where you were? Um, bunch of dead horses. Some wood. I mean, there's probably, like, the solid stuff's probably further back in the cave, but, uh, Orgues are big and scary, and I'm small and <laughs> not scary, so I'm not gonna go in without a torch or something. I could send Helmy into. We're just a second, and I'm gonna bamp Helmy back into existence. And just yes, a cock and hug him for a moment and scratch his little ears. It purrs yes. like an owl purrs. I love owls in this world. They're even better than real world owls. Guess I can light up my sword too. That way we can venture in. Why don't we take an hour or so and catch our breath here? Alright. I love, love that idea. Before we go rushing into anything else. While we spend an hour resting, I'm going to look for Smarrows. That you, the ones that you shot? Yeah. Okay. Did any miss? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I would say, though, you could probably go check out around the goblins as they seem to have arrows. So make an investigation check. 
Nat 20. Nat 20. All right. First, I do um, an investigation check and not, you know, shooting things. Yeah. 25. Uh, roll a, uh, a D20 for me. 12. You find 12 arrows amongst the bodies of the goblins. Small quivers. Luckily for us, you kind of already turned a short bow into a goss rifle anyway, so. Is everyone, is everyone short resting, like, by the cart? Yeah. Should we keep it off the road? Do you think that is that better? I mean, yes. I, it, I don't know if it's better or not, but they'll be able to eat grass out here. More. That's great. Wonderful, wonderful for them. And I'm just gonna like crawl into the wagon and lay down. All right. So, um, Uno's gonna start talking to the horse, um, saying like, "Hey, it's it's all right. It's gonna be okay. Um, if you just, you know, just trust me, you're gonna be fine." And Uno's rambling for like ten minutes. Talking to this horse. Talking to this horse. The horses, and I should say. So right, that's something roll. to clip the most. Okay, roll um, roll an animal handling check. Uh, that is going to be a twelve. All right. They, um, go ahead. They they definitely seem, I mean, tweaked, but they have you talking to them for about ten minutes or so. They seem to have calmed down a little bit. They're definitely a little twitchy and on edge, but. Your so presence has a calming effect. Everybody that is around the cart that is can hear Uno um, gets 10 points of healing. What were you oh. using there? Neat. It's a spell. Yeah? What spell? Yeah. Prayer of healing. Okay. How much? Uh, 10 points. I mean, is clip fully healed? Yes. Okay. Yes. Priorities. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys are hanging out for an hour. Does anyone do or say anything else? Uh, I'm going to meditate. Once uh, Ally comes back, I'm going to rest for a bit. Oh, sorry, guy. No, same. I'm just, I'm going to read my spell book while we rest. I'm going to find a rock and kick it around the cart until everyone wakes up. I'll probably be talking with Aerith then, just asking what did I miss this time. <laughs> Kaya died. What? But then, <laughs> Una brought her back to life. It's all good. Okay. Can I hear you saying this? I hope not. It was pretty cool. There, it was glowy and all this other stuff happened. <laughs> kind of like you were glowy. But not as mean and evil looking. She doesn't glow though because she's using subtle spells. So nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just selling it. <laughs> um. Thank you. For making me feel better. Thank you. You're, you're you're welcome. So the rest of that 
and I'll point at all the dead bodies. What what happened? I didn't see majority of it. Uh, I've kept on looking back to, you know, make sure everyone was okay. And then you dropped. And so I told the horses to keep on going. And then I ran back. But he, the big one with the thing on his back. I mean, Ally seemed to have taken it down. So I figured he did maybe other stuff too. I mean, we fought and we won. That's that's what happened. He was very I fast. I will begrudgingly get up um, and kind of move over to Una um, and just kind of like motion to her to like kind of come away from the cart a little bit. Uh, okay. Uh, clip, clap. I'll I'll be back. Uh, there's nothing else, you know mess with you here but if something does come attack you just make a lot of noises everyone will notice and then I follow the legs hey Una yes I just had a couple questions for you did you I heard that I don't know my, my mind's a little hazy on what just happened and all that so I heard Kaya got hurt real bad you were able to get her back up and that's good I just want to make sure that as you were checking over her, just making sure that she's completely okay. I I mean, when I looked at her, she wasn't fine as then she was. I mean, she's up and moving around. I don't know why she wouldn't be okay. Just, I don't know, general concern. It sounds like she's the one who got really uh, beat up on this one. I just mean, to... I, I didn't like fully check her over. I mean, it was fast. She was down, and so I had to go over there. I just have something kind of selfish to ask, and I don't really want you to overtax yourself trying to check over others, especially if someone else might need help. What are you trying to ask? I'm just a little sore too, but like I'm, I'm fine. I'm walking. I just. Wanted to make sure that if there was still stuff that was worth checking over with Kaya. Maybe go see if you could tend to that. And if everything's good, I wouldn't mind you checking me over afterward. I mean, I, I can check to see if you're okay. I mean, Kaya's up and moving, but I can, I mean, I guess I could check. Are you hurt badly, badly? I'm... Like I said, I'm I'm mostly okay. Just if we're talking about a cave where those things came from, we don't really know what's going on inside, do we? And I'd rather have more people up and ready than be caught unaware like this. Um, I mean, instead of checking you over, I mean, we, if we could just go back over to Kaya and just sit for a second and, you know, I could just chat with you all for sure a, a little while um i mean if you like trust me and i can tell you like the story or stuff about you know as long as you trust me it'll be fine so we can go back over to kaya i'd like to think that by now you probably figured out that yeah we do trust you with all your weird little quirks too then let's go back over to Kaya and 
we can just sit for like a little while. Um, like I talked to to Cliff and he was like, he's fine now. Uh, so I mean, if I just, yeah, I'll just talk to you for a little while and you just listen and, you know, a story always makes people feel better. Uh, I promise it works. I believe you. Okay. And we'll wander back over to where Kaya is. All right. And bunked up in the wagon. Una will uh read the book. We'll kind of like peer into the wagon to make sure, you know, Kai is there. And then, you know, she'll kind of like talk mostly to Lex, but is going to like start like, well, like back home this worked very well. So um if you kind of just I mean every just just know that I can help you. Um and I kind of, I mean, Clip didn't need to understand, and I, I'm pretty sure he did still. Uh, but then she just kind of starts talking, like, about plants and about, like, just trust her. Um, <laughs> and, like, it seems that she's just rambling on and on about almost nonsense. And it's very disjointed. Sometimes a little bit of giant sneaks in. Uh, and then some, like, whatever that guttural sound you heard before, and then, like, a lighter language sneaks in. Um, but you get back... If you listen to the whole thing, you get back uh, eight points of, of health. Nice. I mean, like, back home, this, I mean, everyone seemed to, you know, it makes them feel better, and it's just, like, rumbled up into, like, groveling noises. Like, but you know the flowers over there are really nice, and you know flowers always get better when like sunlight hits them, and then you water them a little bit, and just like just rambling past the ten minute mark at this point. She's very nervous. Una, thank you again for sharing all this with us. It really does help put my mind at ease. Yeah, as she speaks, you all do feel this like warmth kind of rising up inside of you as you're. Yeah, wounds begin to close and you just have kind of a renewed sense of vigor about you. Despite the rambliness of the story that she told you. <laughs> Alright, shall we take a look in this cave then? Before, before we do that, so the short rest ends, uh, somebody roll 2d6 for me. I can I'll take the as the heavy storm or the heavy dark clouds still hang overhead. I got a five and a two. So seven. The dark clouds sort of give way to um, a bit of a lighter gray clouds, but it starts to drizzle just a little bit at the end of your guys' rest when you're about to head into the cave. Yeah, so wash away some of this blood that's all over me. Oh, I can do that. Why didn't you ask before? You seemed a little preoccupied. Disappeared into the wagon there. and I just needed a nap. It's been a day. I feel much better now, though, if anybody... I saw you get clobbered there. It's a bit rough. I hear you gave me a little bit of help. Thank you. No problem. And I would have been next if I hadn't... 
Before we go into that cave, should I, um, and I'll just grab my book. Should I do that thing where we can see if there's anything magic or scary or anything nearby? Do ogres do magic at all? I don't know much about ogres. Me either. Haven't had to deal with them much. Usually the, uh, Kronsgard or whatever they're called do it all. They don't really seem like they would have the capacity to do any sort of intelligent thing. I guess that's fair. I don't know, they built that. Well, maybe the goblins did that on that guy. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think we're, well, whatever. Do what you, you do what you, Kaya. <coughs> you do you. Well, then I'll do me, and I will open the book up, and I'll start ritual casting Detect Magic. All right. And would you say that you have casted Identify at some point during your travels? Earlier on during the, the day on the pendant, okay. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, and that does not apply to your wagon or horses. It is five willing creatures. Five in yourself or five total? Uh, guess we're never using that thing. Why not? There's five of us. You and up to five willing creatures. Okay, so you get one horse. <laughs> <laughs> quick, which one's our favorite? <laughs> Una better get attached quick. Which everyone learns how to breathe fire faster. Well. <laughs> Anywho's. Out of context, that just sounds so weird. <laughs> Like, my favorite horse is the one that's going to learn to breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> Only then will I become attached. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys heading into the cave? Monte. Yeah. Lighting up a sword. Lighting a torch. I could make my lights dance, too. Do you guys uh, want... dancing? Do you guys want me to head a forward a little bit? And wait, if anything jumps out, it'll just get me and... I'm also not blinding ally. I mean, it's not going to blind me. I mean, just let me see further. Go front. Just worried that maybe the sword was too bright. I know you don't really like. Yeah, it's just the sun. All right. All right. So you all head into the cave. Um, it is a circular, high ceiling kind of cavern. Uh, looks like it is a single room. Um, Again, the the smell of like rot and um, ogre musk just sort of ekes out from this place. The air is kind of like hot and thick. Um, there are very clearly pieces of wagons, um, smashed up barrels and crates that you can see sort of remnants of foodstuffs kind of on the ground. Um, you know, bits of, of corn here, um, pieces of bone. Um, it looks like that they've eaten like half of another horse that seems to be half charred on the large extinguished uh, bonfire in the middle of the cavern. That's what you all can see at a glance. If you'd like to take some time poking around, you certainly can. Yeah, I'll try to have a listen for like. Right. I'll take a round too. All right, Hope everyone make an investigation see. check. See what I see. Uh, investigation 19. You beat me. 14. 
I'm trying to make sure I didn't have any points in investigation. I don't think I do. Sadness. So I got I rolled a nat twenty. So it's oh. a nineteen. <laughs> okay. So it's a nineteen. Yeah. Who knows in the is with the cart. Okay. <clears throat> um. So yeah, poking around. Um. It's pretty clear that these ogres have been um, ransacking um, you know, wagons and small wagon caravans for some time now. It looks like there's probably anywhere between like four to five different carts in here. Um, and Lex and allies are kind of poking around, um, moving some of the crates. You find um, a rounded top of a chest that's like half embedded down into the ground. There's something here. We can try and dig it out. Oh, loose is the ground around it? What was that? Is loose the ground is loose the ground? around the, or is it pretty well packed in? No, it's like, it's pretty well packed in. Um, and the, the top of the is a little bit like bent in as if like an ogre sat on it or something. Does it look I'll like try and use one of my crowbars. Or... Yeah, yeah you, I mean, the, the chest itself, is. it, it kind of looks, like I said, it's been smushed a little bit. Its integrity is still pretty well there, but, I mean, you could dig it out or you could smash open the, the top of it. What kind of chest is it? So, like a wooden and iron chest, pretty simple. Um, yeah, I'll try and pry it out or get it opened however I can. Okay. Yeah, easy enough. Um, and pulling it open, um, you find it is filled with coins. Well over a thousand silver and copper pieces. Oh, dear Barbara. Uh, well. And and ally with your investigation check, too, you would also know there is like a... a, a, a a metal kind of plaque kind of stamped onto it with a symbol of what you would know to be um, the trade houses of Marin's Gate. Well, it looks like we found ourselves some reward for dealing with our ogre friends. That's uh, it's a lot of coin. Is it yeah. okay for us to keep it? I don't think the trade houses will miss it. Oh, the trade houses. Yeah, we can keep it. Sounds good to me. Well, it is in the box. There is 500 silver pieces and 800 copper pieces. Do we smash the chest trying to get it out? Um, I would say it's uh, the integrity of the chest. It is now just kind of a vessel more than a chest. All right. um, you can carry everything it in it, yeah, but you're not going to like close this chest up again. Will it fit in our chest in the wagon? Points? Um, how much? I think that's on the wagon sheet, isn't it? It's like three foot or something. Three cubic feet. If it doesn't I would fit say, in the wagon, let me check. You could you could dump the contents into your guys's chest. It's probably about. Um, let's see. Or we can put it in your bag. Yeah, up to you. Yeah, you guys could fit it. I would yeah, say I then your three cubic feet. I would say then your um, your chest in the wagon is probably about half full. Okay. 
ahead. up to you. Uh, I can carry. I can carry some of it. We probably shouldn't keep it all in the same place, right? It's Regardless. Good, good. Good. Yeah. We'll split it half and half. Makes sense to me. So hide it in the shell. Five hundred. What? Hide it in the shell. They'll never look there. <laughs> oh, snaily bank. I'll count it out while we're driving because I really have nothing else. Is there anything else in the cave? Any like I mean nothing that you guys would want. I mean there's some spoiled and half eaten food. I mean it looks like a lot of the shipments that and wagons that they got were hauling different foodstuffs and they've been just engorging themselves on their loot. No people of any No degree um, of there are some remnants of clothing that you find um but no people no uh small caverns or <laughs> Check no, this it looks thing like over. it's kind of a <laughs> yeah no it's kind of a um it's a pretty simple kind of cavern that's in this kind of rocky elevation that sort of just juts out of the north side of the road perfect head back to the wagon well then seems like a worthwhile diversion how are the horses, or not? I mean, they, they seem fine. I mean, they've just been eating. Because grass, and we're not moving. Yeah. Are they ready to go? I mean, Cliff feels better, so, yeah. Well, then let's be away from this place. I'm very <laughs> I'm tired glad of he's doing here. better, Una. <laughs> just laugh and get onto the cart. <laughs> Did you uh, check him over, and he was... Not as bad as he looked. Yeah, pretty you much. That way, saw him get skewered with a giant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's good. Sorry, there is one. There is one question I have. <laughs> the uh, the one with the fort on its back. How big was its like club hammer thing? Too big for you. All right. <laughs> I can hear these. I can hear the fireworks you out my ask. window, and then I can hear them again through. Probably Sam's. <laughs> Probably. Oh, I hear, I hear him now, too. <laughs> All right. Pop. Um, cool, so you guys heading back down the road? Yep. Moe's out of here. Yep. All right. Cool. Who is where? I'm driving. Uh, in the wagon. I'll ride up front because I got good vision. It is Ooh. raining out. Just remember that. Una will probably walk with the horses just for a bit, and then when she gets too soaked, get into the wagon. I would say most of the area around you would be considered lightly obscured. Um, so perception checks would have disadvantage. Bro. All right. So you all continue to clop on down Z Road. Clippity cloppity. Clippity Um, About an hour into the trip west um, after the ogre confrontation, um, Kai, you're kind of sitting there, and all of a sudden you get this, like, this feeling in your head of, like, distress, but not from you. Like somebody else is in, like something else is in distress. It's like this kind of like panicked, weird feeling. 
I'll look around the wagon. Make a perception check with disadvantage. Ooh, that's still really... Oh, disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay. Disadvantage. Disadvantage 16. 16. Um, looking around to figure out where this thing could maybe... Whatever. Looking for another person or a thing. Um, you look off in about 20 feet off the road or so. Um, sort of where it starts to get hard to see uh, because of the rain. Um, there was this stump and you can, you see this little kind of almost glint from inside of it. Uh, hold on a second. Woo. And I'll hop off the wagon. All right. I'll wander over to the stump. All right. Um, what is it? Appro- approaching the stump, you look down inside of it. Um, and it's wings entangled in roots that seem to have come up from underneath inside of the stump um, is a tiny dragon with a stinger on its tail. Oh! And oh, oh. as you approach, you look down and it looks up at you and there is now this, you have this sense of fear in your mind, like panic and confusion um there's a huh well um uh I'm gonna jump up down and go see what it is what are you doing uh, Kaya in the in the in the stump there's um yeah you you look down it and there's this a tiny little winged dragon um that seems to be all caught up in some roots inside of the stump and as you approach you two like are hit with a sense of like um like like fear and confusion uh i'm gonna say in draconic well hello there little fella um there is in your mind there is a sense of kind of confused caution the fear has sort of subsided, but it's and and this thing's body language, it's like kind of like it's still tucked into the, the stump, but it sort of huddles down further into it and it's just kind of looking up at you. Oh look at Can, it. Is he like wrapped up in the vines or something, you said? Yeah, it looks like his wings and tail he looks like he's just kind of caught up in this in these roots that have kind of the the bottom of the stump has like been worn away and he got kind of tangled up in um the the woody knots. Of the roots. Do you need uh, some help there, little guy? I'll look at it in Draconic as well and say, We're, we can help you. Easy. Uh, both of you make a uh, persuasion check, please. Mm, 11. 13? You both kind of feel this... Uh sense of a very mild optimism um, sort of a friendly a, a cautious friendly kind of feeling I'm gonna reach out towards it okay uh, as you reach out 
like um, for him to smell me or whatever, like you would a scared animal. Okay. Um, he kind of whips the little bit of his tail around um, and tries to sting you, and you get this flood of like panic. Kaya, you get this sense of like, um, like wanting and um, like a call for aid kind of thing, almost. Um, but it it, it it like barely can swing its little stinger at your hand. Um, it's all kind of knotted up in the things, and um, but it doesn't it doesn't hit you with its hand or with its stinger. <clears throat> Easy there. It's all right. I'm just trying to help. And I'm gonna try and like pull on the the weeds that have entangled. Okay, it's more like basically it's like a, a hollowed out stump where the ground with on the inside of the stump has worn out, exposing the root system underneath, and it's kind of all tangled up in that. So it's not as easy as just like you know um, grabbing and pulling. You're gonna have to kind of maneuver his little body out. Okay. Uh, I will slowly reach my hands towards it and start like pushing um, the roots to try to make a hole bigger. Okay. Uh, uh, whispering in Draconic, easy, 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 easy. And as you do, um, it manages to wiggle its little body out and it kind of crawls out and perches on the end of a stump. And so Una, Lex, and Eric, you guys see this little little dragon sitting on the edge of a stump crawling out um and it's kind of like sort of like gingerly shaking and stretching out its wings um and it kind of just stretches its neck out it's just kind of looking at you all as it does this is that one of those raptor things i mean I've, it looks like the stuff in my books like yeah everyone make a uh, everyone make an arcana check Okay. Oh, 14. Cool. It's a 19. 24. 19. You're muted, Alex. 13. Ally? 14. 14. Um, I would say all of you have kind of like you would know what this is kind of first seeing it um it's a pseudo dragon tiny little dragon with a stinger on its tail can communicate through um telepathy and uh they're they're very rare um and also not they're fairly elusive like they're they're rare because they are elusive they do not like to necessarily be around other people color is it red Are you there hungry now. there, little guy? And it, it kind of... It gives you, like, uh, like, no, nah, I'm good. Like... It's gotta be better, but, huh? But there's something... There's something... It, there's also, like, a... You feel like a... Like a neediness. Kind of coming from it. Like it wants something from you after it's had a good chance to look you over. I'll look at Ally. What do you think it wants? 
I don't... I don't know. What do you think? And I'll kind of like gesture toward... Like hold an arm out towards it. Like like a perch kind of thing. Alright. Um, make a... Um, yeah, make a performance check so it knows you're not attacking it. <laughs> <laughs> 14 plus... 1. 15. 15. Um, it... And it's, I mean, because how tall are you, Ally? Uh, like two feet tall. Very yeah, small. it's, I oh, mean, yeah. it's like half your size. Um, <laughs> two foot six. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, its wingspan actually is probably like eight inches or so. Um, its whole body length is probably about um, a foot from head to tail. Um, nah, probably less than that. Um, like Ten inches or so. It's a little bitty dragon, but... It kind of it puts a a paw kind of on your arm ally and then again you get this like come on come on give it to me come on you want some oh, images images yes. okay never mind i forgot it does images and you see in your head um, a pile of coins. He's looking to start a hoard, it seems. And I'll pull out what coins do I have on me? I have six gold and seven silver, so I'll pull them out of my pouch. Okay. And and there's this elation that you feel in your head as it sort of scrambles up to your hand and it starts kind of like a I mean, it's 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 kind of like half flying, half standing. Its wings not quite fully stretched out yet, um, but it's kind of like doing the like cat kneading biscuits, like kneading dough sort of thing, like in the coins. And you both, uh, Kaya and Ally, feel this like like mm, yes, this is good, very warm, comfortable feelings. Well, you're gonna have trouble carrying them, and I'll slip them back into the coin purse and like hold the strings out to him hold the strings to the coin purse yeah okay yeah and it takes it in its mouth um and goes to kind of fly fly off um it gets maybe like eight feet in the air before kind of like like hitting the ground um it doesn't seem like it's got all of its you know it's been cramped up for a while it seems can't really fly that that well um and there's this embarrassment that you will both feel in your head <laughs> i try very hard falls, not to laugh <laughs> as it falls almost despite myself i try to catch it before it hits the ground make a dexterity check 14 yeah easy i mean it hasn't gone very far basically flies up past your head and then starts to tumble and you catch it in your hands um and um yeah a sense of relief is it okay? It, are are you okay? And you you just feel tired. You just feel tired. Pretty worn out. I mean, if I, I mean, I've read about them. I don't. If it, we have space, if it needs to rest, I don't. Yeah. Keep it here? I mean, 
if it can fly, it can, I mean, it can just leave whenever it wants. So if it wants to go on the cart for a bit, then we can keep moving and it'll be safe. We can put it in our chest with all of our other coins and then we have a guardian for our money. Sure to like all the copper. Not lock it in a chest, please. Well, we can't lock the chest anyways. We kind of broke no, the, it getting it open. Dumped the, you dumped the um, no, uh, the, no other chest into your chest. wagon chest. Well, you can ask him. I, you, you want to stay with us for a little while? We got plenty of room. Make a persuasion check. <clears throat> uh, ooh, Do it with advantage because you gave him money. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a one on the second one, but a nineteen on the first. All right. Uh, persuasions makes it a twenty. Yeah, it's 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 like um, a bit of a, a, a pensive agreement, kind of like for now. Yeah, works for me. You can go whenever. I plenty of room. No, you're not gonna bother any of us. A nice shell perch. So, Kaya, you've got this tiny dragon in your hand holding a bag of coins in its mouth <laughs> that seems to have agreed to come with you for now. I'm just going to slowly reach to put it on top of the wagon. I thought you were putting it on my head. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that from my perspective yeah. here. <laughs> it's the opposite for me. It's like I'm going off that way. Uh, yeah, and it sort of half flies again up to the top of the uh, the the shell. It's little coin purse still clutched in its teeth and it's sort of just sitting there kind of hunched down um, and it's still kind of continuing to like stretch its wings and its tail and its leg as it kind of sits on top of the shell. I mean, you can also go in the shell too uh, if you don't want to be out here. But that's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, almost kind of like taking in like the air. Like you guys all like all of you get this like like this image of like breeze and like open sky very pleasant feeling I'll just to slowly reach up towards it and cast prestidigitation so a puff of breeze goes past it uh, yeah and it it almost kind of like leans into it a little bit it's like mm, that's nice I want to believe it has Fabio hair <laughs> Fabio scales. Yeah. Windswept ones. Huh. Okay. Uh huh. Does it have a name? You can ask it. It might. You can ask it, and it might uh, tell you. I say half in draconic, then back into common. <laughs> Is there a name you want to go by if you're staying with us? Um, there's a bit of you. Get, you feel confused. I'll look from Lex to the pseudo dragon and go back to Draconic myself. Name? Do you have a name we should call you? And kind of just a a, a a confused and annoyed feeling, like 
I don't I don't know what you It's not really something it responds to. So uh no, I guess. Um, Uno will like turn to clip and clop and go, okay, we have to be, I mean, we have a new guest now and he's like, they're up top. Um, so if we just travel carefully and slowly and meander, okay, okay. You can stop right. for grass on the way. <clears throat> if I find yeah, flowers, they, you'll totally get it. They give a very agreeing nod and snort. Sweet. Uh-huh. If no one stops Uno, she will track clip and clap to start moving. Alright. Wagon starts slowly taking off. I'll so, resume my seat up front as we start to move. Alright. Yeah, I guess I'll climb up top with him <laughs> since there's no room up front anymore. Keep Who's up front? Uh, Una and or Una, are you leading? You're le- you're just kind of walking along with them, right? Yeah, no, Una's walking with the horses. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were. Una's like very big, and she feels like she shouldn't be sitting in the driver's seat. <laughs> okay. Takes up too much space, so she just walks with the horses. All right. It is not very long before the dragon, the pseudo dragon, you see him kind of like down into the shell. No one can resist it for too long. (laughs) It's been a long time since I've used my native tongue. A bit rusty. How'd you learn draconic? Are you saying that in draconic? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to really think about it, but respond in the same tongue and just kind of pat my spell book. Well, this whole thing is in Draconic. Where'd you get it from, then? I found it. You found it where? Doesn't seem like something someone would just leave lying about. Well, it was just left lying about. It, uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. I love books. I always pick them up when I find them. Roll a deception can... check. Make an insight check, ally. Twenty-four. Fourteen. All right. First time you've lied, and I think got away with it. <laughs> she is a liar. Just usually not a very good one, though. <laughs> I mean, we my draconic, my draconic is rusty, <laughs> so the subtleties are slipping. Yes, by me. <laughs> yes. Well, when did you find it then? How long have you been studying it? Right about the time I left home. 
Are they tied to each other then? <clears throat> I told you I wanted to learn things. There's a lot of things I want to know. And a lot of them have to do with this. Well, maybe Windhaven will have more in store for you. I'm afraid of. Do you think it's safe? Windhaven? Uh, I don't think that's safe at all. But that. Oh. As far as I know, they're generally harmless if you... I don't know. Don't, uh... Give them any grief. Don't get stung by it, but, uh... Other than that... Okay. They're seen as a symbol of good luck to my people, so... Well, good. We could use some good luck. It's not been a very good day so far. It's not been too bad. We found that chest full of coins. And it no, belonged to the trade died. house, so... All great. All great, but I, I almost died. Yeah, it happens. It's happened a few times. To, to you, to me. We seem to... I don't know. It seems to follow us around, but... Well. Gotta do what you gotta do. Now that's really horrible feeling that if... If we keep up with this whole prophecy thing, it's going to happen more. Probably. Well, I don't know. You get to be my age. You see some things. You do some stuff. For a while, everything seems to go, I don't know, upside down on you, but... I don't know. Then you realize maybe some of it doesn't matter. Maybe some of it isn't as upside down as you thought. Maybe you were the one that was upside down. But, uh, I think you'll. I think you'll pull through it fine. I feel pretty upside down today. Yesterday. Lately. It's part of being young. You'll miss it when you get older. I don't think I will. I look back on my 20s fondly. That's when I met Joe. He still had two eyes then. Strangely harder to imagine him as a young man than it is to imagine you as a young kobold. Do you look any different when you're younger, when you're a kobold? I didn't have all these white scales. <laughs> like a beard. <laughs> it's like, I feel like my muscles are all like white. <laughs> a luck dragon? <laughs> I had more teeth then too, but... I don't know. I don't think kobolds... <laughs> I don't think our teeth are expected to last as long as mine have. Well, if you ever need any applesauce, we could probably mash it up for you. <laughs> Isn't that what old people eat? <laughs> I don't know. 
I seem to eat what you guys eat, but... Well, other than the bugs, I suppose. What? That's in common. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the bugs down in the uh, old brother uh, Humphrey's, Father Humphrey's little cave there? I think delicious. I blocked it out. They I'm were delicious. Sure blocked it out. <laughs> Nothing like a good June bug. Or a good El Turiac bug or whatever. <laughs> What's the Wait, bugs? <laughs> Wait, why are we talking about bugs? We're talking about delicacies in different cultures. That we got my that, to a caterpillar. That chapter yet? Well, do you you know what a delicacy is, right, Yuna? I mean, yes. So, like, uh, I know you like food. It's like the best food that a culture has to offer. It's usually like either hard to get or hard to make or. But yeah, certain bugs are considered delicacies to kobolds. I mean, I suppose if that's what you want to eat. I haven't tried them yet, so... The best are you got to find a caterpillar that's ripe for uh, cocooning, and he's all big and fat, and you find him, and they're just... They're the best, I'm telling you. Do they like just, a, like, pop in your mouth? Exactly, just like that. It's it's hard to tell if it's rain or drool dripping down from <laughs> hell I snout as the rain continues to pelt the wagon. Ribbon is no longer a caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it was eating the plants, maybe I would, you know, remove it and attempt to... Why would you eat it? Because they taste good. You ever had, like, I don't no. know. Uh, fried bacon. I no. Well, it's kind of like okay. that. You you uh, I, fry up a caterpillar. It kind of shrivels up a little. Juices the the moisture of it kind of evaporates out of it and gets a little crispy. And then what juice is left in it? Just I'm telling you. It's the best. The problem here is that we don't have enough experience with food to go, is this fully disgusting what people actually eat? <laughs> or this is just kobolds? <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Well, if we ever have the occasion, just... You ever seen a tomato plant? In a book? Have you ever seen the big green caterpillars that grow on them? Also in a book. They turn into big old moths. You catch them right before they're moths while they're in the cocoon still. They're coming like a little prepackaged container. They travel well. Delicious. All the poppers. <laughs> the name of this epi episode is Fried Green Caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> you unwrap them before you eat them? Well, you can, but you lose some of the crunch. Glad it's a few hours before we stop because I'm suddenly very not hungry. Texture's important with insects. <laughs> I don't know, I can eat. <laughs> all right. So you all continue to roll on um, <clears throat> while uh, those in front chat away about the delicacy of various types of insects. 
Um, and it's not long after that you approach um, and you can see in the rain um, silhouettes of three figures standing in the road. Um, and as you um, approach, you can see that it is um, three large um, human men. And they're standing um, in the middle of the road with um, what looks like a thick piece of timber kind of set up almost like a fence across the road. Um, and one of them begins to kind of approach, like waving his hand. Well, hey, hey, slow heard. down, slow down. You want to yeah. we'll slow the horses? Guess we get to deal with the brigands and the ogres on this trip. And uh, the gentleman that approaches up to you, Una, um, says to you, um, he says, Hey there, these are uh, dangerous parts, these are. Where are you all headed? I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I agree they're dangerous because uh, we just killed a whole bunch of ogres. Um, so we're just headed down this road. Where are we going again? We're going, we're going to Windhaven, Una. Windhaven. Yes, Windhaven. Oh, I see. Well, um, so, you know, these are dangerous parts and well, you see, we've, um, we've been doing our part, you know, protecting the roads while the soldiers are away. And, um, well, he says, he kind of looking at your horses and your wagon and the shell, uh, he says, but obviously those um, types of courageous services come at very heavy cost. So to get through to Windhaven, you're going to need to pay the toll to get through. And how much is the toll? Says, well... That's a very nice wagon and a fancy shell. I think 50 gold pieces is fair, don't you? Um, You're all clearly um, well off. Well, you're not doing a great job. We run into a little bit of trouble back there. How about 25 gold pieces and we'll call it even. Make a persuasion check. Ooh. Um, 18. 18. Says, well, we're trying very hard. So I think 40 gold pieces makes more sense to me. Well, there was four ogres we dealt with. Say, five... Five, uh, five gold and ogre. It'll bring you what? Thirty gold pieces off, or twenty pieces off? So thirty gold pieces. Make one more persuasion check. Uh, <laughs> five. Says. I think I'm being pretty um, generous with, um, well. 
how valuable our time is with 40 gold pieces. And Fair our time enough. Is very let, me, uh, let me talk it over with my compatriots. And I'll poke my head back through the uh, thing to Eret and Lex. Well, he wants 40. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like it's uh, worth the trouble to deal with his harassment. We might as well just give it to him and be on our way. What yeah. do you guys think? But don't they harass other people traveling this way too? It's not just about us. That's true. I didn't think of that. Well, what do you want to do then? At mm. this point, the other two guys from behind the fence have sort of kind of started to walk at a little bit of a distance. Um, but walking to kind of the flanks of your wagon. Uh, look, up at, look up at Kaya as well. I'll step out and. Yeah, I just want to note that, yes, Una is not moving from the horses. If anything, she's like now in front of the horses. Okay. And I want to say she's attempting to intimidate, but it's just like looking down at the man. It's like, okay. we didn't kill four ogres. The tremble in her voice because she's not captured in this. And I thank you for helping us do our jobs, but I still need the 40 gold pieces to let you pass. What do you say, Kobold? Well, I talked it over with my friends, and uh, we think it's a bit extortionate, so I don't think we're going to pay. I guess we'll just have to take your wagon. Well, you can try. I was already moving toward the back of the wagon anyways. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, so... Oh, that sucks. 12, oh 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. <clears throat> That is a seven. Try not to kill anyone, guys. What? <laughs> well, we can tie them up and maybe get a reward out of it. Well, if, as long as you don't touch the horses, Luna could agree with you. <laughs> I don't make any promises after the horses are touched. After they're skewered? Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, it was. What do we roll for non-lethal damage? Uh, force damage and bludgeoning damage. And that's it. Yep. Uh, we're not saving any of them. <laughs> no, I don't. Just I think the only one of us that does. Well, I guess Kaya can do force damage if I get to him first. <laughs> yeah, right. you you cannot kill them. I mean, Una could not kill them. If All she right. just hit them. <laughs> just whacking them with a quarter staff. <laughs> Do they have a quarter staff? She Leave my horse alone! <laughs> we gotta get you an umbrella. Stop. Gotta get you an umbrella. <laughs> oh, that would be great. All right. Uh, 20 to 25. 19. Uh, so, 15 to 20. Nope. Uh, 15. Yeah, <laughs> To my credit, I did just try and get a club. Uh, 10 to 15? <laughs> 12. 10. Is, has Helmy been out? or? Yeah. Where would Helmy be? On the back of the wagon. Oh, I'm not in the back of the wagon. On the back of the wagon. I already said it. Well, are you... Because you... okay. I'm in the um, front of the wagon. Oh yeah, you were Hello. in front, were you? That's right. This doesn't work out exactly right, but that's okay. Um, 
so I did I did ten to fifteen, uh five to ten. Zero to five. Oh no, Una's a seven. Una's a seven. I do want to know. Una looks oh. probably very depressing right now. Just drenched giant revolver. <laughs> Do you still have the stone? Oh yeah, what yep. Helmy's fifteen? They're still right. yeah. orbiting her head. Lex, what'd you roll? Fifteen. What are, who has the higher decks, Helmy or Lex? Lex. Okay. Okay. So it's going to go Eret, Brigands, Lex, Helmy, Ally, Kaya, Una. Um, and with that, this is not as combat-y music as I thought it was going to be. Oh, there's music? <gasps> I can hear this one! Oh, yeah. Right. Huh. I wonder if it's like the type that it is or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. All right, so up first, um, in the rain uh, and mud and the road is Aerith, who's in the wagon. Uh, yep. Um, I doubt I would have saw the guys go flank us. No. Um, so I'm just gonna. Oh, hey, blue guys actually next to. Luna. That's nice. I'm gonna flank that guy with an arrow. Okay. Um, you're gonna have to like kind of pop out of the wagon a little bit, like your front That's half. Nice. Okay. Can I jump uh, on a horse and stand on a horse and do it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Give it. You can give it a try. Yeah, you want to oh, do no. that? <laughs> Spook the oh, horse no. through the. I'll stand on the like the piece of wood going up to the horses. Okay. All right. Yeah, why not? Fire an arrow. Yep. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Nineteen damage. Nineteen, nice. Uh, and then I will use my movement to run back into the wagon. Okay. And then I will encourage Yuna to uh, clobber them to save the horses. Save the horses. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so, it is now. So, Luna, you're helped. Um, it is now the bandit's turn. Um, seeing what's going down, uh, Red is going to run to the back. 5, 10, 15, 20. Oops, I'm moving the, the wagon. There we go. Um, and comes across Lex standing back there. Um, and he has a long sword in one hand and a short sword in the other. And he is going to make... Two long sword attacks and a short sword attack. Okay. Uh, that is a. So for the long swords, it's a 24 and a 13. First one will hit. All right. And the short sword is 21. That'll hit. Ooh. Um, that is. 18 points of slashing damage. Um, for the two hits? For the two hits, okay. yes. Um, and these guys... 
look like they know what they're doing. Um, not some sort of, you know, uh, street scum bandit types. These guys seem or, or, more professional. Deserters. Um, and now it is uh, Blue's turn, who's going to do the same thing and attack Una with three attacks. Ooh. Um, 21, 18, and 22. Those <laughs> You're muted. All hit. 20 slashing damage. My goodness. Uh, as all three attacks just with like a deft trained hand slice into you. Um, panicking the horses in the process, but they seem very calmed by your presence still. Um, and now it is Green's turn, who is going to go and try to attack Ally. Oops, those are all damage shy. Don't want to do that. <laughs> he misses then. <laughs> uh, let's see. 14, 17, and 19. 19 does. 19. So just with the short sword, uh, doing six slashing damage as you manage to jump out of the way of his first two swings with his long sword. Um, and, but then out of nowhere, he seems to like pull the short sword and he, he cuts you. I cut you really uh, good. And that is their turn. Uh, it is now Lex's turn. All right. That hurt. Um, hey, Ron. Hey, Billy. That hurt. <laughs> like this. Then help me, then ally. What you well, like? Okay. Sorry. So I'm going to move just five feet here. I don't think it's going to matter too much. But... Oh, sorry. Where? Yeah. Okay. Just yep. North one. I'll rage. All right. Not around the wagon. I know. <laughs> You're gonna blow it up with flumes. <laughs> did I blow it up with flumes? Uh, no, I did not, because plant life will temporarily grow grow around me. <laughs> all right. Hey, for the first time, we're not all caught in it, though. <laughs> yeah. It's a twenty foot cube around you. Uh, a ten foot radius. Yeah, I think I think. What it, yeah. Or, or ten, ten foot, foot radius, radius is what it was. Guess the uh, wagon's not really gonna move anytime soon. <laughs> oh, it's a radius. So it's a circle. Whoops. Hold Poor on. red guy. Oh, he's probably wondering what the hell's going on. <laughs> no, hold on. It's like alt click or something. There we go. Okay. Uh, that's ten foot, right? Twenty foot across. Radius. Four cross. Yep. Yep. Can't see it. So. Oh. Tip. I can. Yeah. All right. And I don't know if it's going to intertwine the wheels to keep the cart from moving, but. Oh, uh, it would be like difficult. Well, is it a restrained thing or a difficult terrain? Thing? Yeah, I think it's just difficult terrain, okay. so yeah. I'll probably be able to pull through if need be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah. As you. And you turn orange? Oh, yeah. Uh, five, I think, is orange. I always want to say it's green because, you know, plant. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you begin to turn this bright orange as the guy slashes into you and all of a sudden 
energy kind of ripples out from your feet and springing up from the ground are these vines and bramble. Um, the, uh, the brigand looks very confused as to what is happening right now. Um, One smooth motion. I'm going to take my greatsword off my back and slash twice at him. Um, I'll go recklessly. Cool. Do it up. Um, it's only a 14 to hit on that one. 14 misses. Well, second one. Parries the blow away. Not confused enough. Uh, again, just so close to an at 20. Uh, that's 20, um, 26. Yes. That'll hit. Yeah. <clears throat> 16 damage. All right. So as he blocks the first attack, he gets tripped up in the uh, in the the grass, and you kind of zeroing in with a focus, seeing your opportunity, just slice down his back with your sword, um, slicing through um, underneath his splint armor. Uh, and anything else? God, I'm hot. Ah. <sighs> uh. I'm just going to kind of whisper uh, to him to try and like also mess with him. It was like, um, just tell the plant life to take him. See if that'll like throw him in any way. I don't know if that's any sort of like intimidation. Uh, make, make, make an intimidation check. As you just, uh, this glowing orange human, and you say, uh, Shit. Ah, 24. 24. All right. Uh, yeah, he looks... And now he's kind of like looking around at the ground, kind of confused and, and concerned about what's... Could, the plans keep be happening. growing up. Yeah. Um, all right. That was Lex's turn. Helmy, then Ally. Then Kaya. Then Helmy is going to... Helmy's going to use the help action. Okay. And help Lex. Okay. Oh, thanks, Helmy. Flapping in his face, distracting him. Now he's being attacked from the air and the ground. <laughs> um, Witchcraft. All right. Just uh, need now. Ally, your turn. Uh, okay, I will come flying out at green. Uh, it's raining, so no sunlight sensitivity. Uh, seven plus nine, sixteen. Sixteen does not hit. Okay. And another dagger at him. Uh, that's not going to hit either. It's even less. And then I will key point to punch him twice. Oh, a nat 20. And the other one's cocked. Nice. That one won't hit. So a nat 20 will hit. Cool. Being 2D, or no, 1D6. So 6, 10, 15 damage. Nice. And he has to make a... Hmm... He can't take reactions. And then I'm going to move take up. Reactions? Yeah, he can't take reactions. And I'm going to leave okay. him. And I'm going to move up to blue. The one that was All right. talking to yep, us. Talking right? to you guys? Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, so, uh, and you just got him with your unarmed strike? Just, yeah, the one punch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so a few quick um, swings at him with the boomerang blade. Um, he easily jumps out of the way of, but then you like leap down and just whoosh, just well touch him, right? 
in the face. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you boop him on his nose and blood pours out. Um, <laughs> and uh, run over to uh, the next guy. Uh, Kaya, then Una. Um, I'm going to look at the two brigands in front of me and pull my dagger and uh, I'm going to cast hold person at third level. Okay. On green and blue. You got it. So this DC is 15. All right. And what kind of save is that? Sorry. Wisdom. Um, so blue succeeds, green fails. And that is going to be my turn. All right. So as Kaya casts her magic, the green guy looking to go after ally just kind of like stiffens right up, uh, unable to move. The rain just kind of pelting off of his blades. Um, Now it is Una's turn, then Era. Um, So Una's gonna... What is the terrain like around us? Is it just grass? Yep, just kind of tall grass, probably, you know, two, three foot tall. Um, so Una is going to uh, tap Clop and tell them to run and tap them like towards away from uh, Green because okay. Una might go down and she does not want to deal with uh, you know horses when she's down. All right. So uh, make a um, make an animal handling check. Oof. Uh, that is going to be a nine. A nine. They're and they're like, Mm-mm. like, Mm-mm. like we're not, we're not running no off. There's no room. <laughs> There's no room. Like we're not. Mm-mm. All right. The tigers in the grass. Yeah, this is gonna be fun in a second. So, uh, Una is going to cast uh, Dragon's Breath on herself. Okay. Uh, and then use her action to blow it blue. All right. That's going to be a deck save. Help doesn't help is, with saves. That is a five. Yeah, I know. Last time I helped you. I was going to warn you about that, but... Uh, oh, oh, this is dangerous. Uh, that's <laughs> going to be 17 points of damage. 17 and points of damage to blue? It is fire that comes out. So Una turns after the horses are like, no, nah, we're not leaving, and just just lets out this blast of fire um, that you all saw in um, uh, Marin's Gate come out of the mouth of a, of a, a foul muscle man, um, and she just begins to torch this uh, brigand that was cutting into her. Um, he's looking pretty bad now, after you lit him on fire uh, for That's a moment. Good. And uh, yeah, anything else, Una? No, we're just gonna see if Una can survive the next round. All right, Eric. Um, seeing Ally go help Una, I'm gonna turn around and plink red in the back of the head to help Lex out. Sure. Um, twenty to hit. Hits. Guerrilla warfare from Eric. Shoot and run. Shoot and run. 14 damage. 
14 nice. damage to red. And I'm going to use that and laugh at red out loud uh, to distract him uh, and help Lex. All right. He's so already Lex- helped. Oh, God. I'm just going to bonus action hide in the, te- in the wagon. All right. So roll a stealth check. Nat 20. Okay. <laughs> uh, coming with the big hits now. Um, all right. That was Eric. It is the bandit's turn now. Um, Red is going to step back to here. Uh, Lex, you can make an opportunity attack. All right. He's clearly trying to get away from the plants. Help action doesn't help with this one, all right? Um, doesn't it? I don't know if it was had just be on my like the action. I you can make, make a melee attack, but it's not an advantage with help, yeah. right? We'll say we'll just say no for now, and then we can look into it. Okay. That's uh, no, not going to hit. That's an eleven. Eleven. Yep. Nope. You swing and, and miss um, as he, from underneath his cloak, whips out a heavy crossbow and takes a shot at you, Lex. Sixteen to hit. I'll hit. All right. Doing seven piercing damage as a stout crossbow bolt <clears throat> sticks into you. How you looking, Lex? You good? Okay. Um, that was red. Now it's blue's turn. Um, blue is going to make uh, two attacks at Una and one at Ally. Um, that one, so Una, one of those, or I've got 12 and 22. The, the 22 will hit. Okay. And ally, 23. That'll hit. So Una, you take, oh, uh, four slashing damage. Ally, you take eight piercing damage from the short sword. Okay. Um, as he's kind of Again, like these guys appear to be somewhat skilled and they're thinking tactically and try, you know, hit the person that just lit me on fire, but don't forget about the little shit that, you know. Uh, and green is paralyzed. He's going to make a saving throw. 17. Well, it's still his turn. He can't do anything else. All right. <laughs> and Uno makes her saving throw. For her concentration. For, for concentration. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and that is their turn. Lex, help me then, ally. Um, so Lex is going to uh, move forward five feet and then activate the uh, jump ring and catapult over red to get end up behind him and just drop the blade uh, down onto his shoulder for okay. a first attack. All right. Uh... Yeah, you'd be able to do that because of the jump ring. That is way more impressive than I initially thought. One. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, 23 to that. hit. 23 hits? Yes, that one does use the help action, so. Okay. Um, that is 13 damage on that one. Okay. And then, how's he looking? Pretty rough. St- I mean, now he's kind of... Um, not a, not at full strength. He's a bit, waning a bit. Um, it's only the first one gets help action, right? 
correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, nah, we'll still go for it. Uh, next attack, uh, aiming out of his uh, knees. Is 25. Hits. Um, that is another 11 damage. Alright. He's looking very rough at this point now. As you leap over him, um, sliding your blade down his shoulder as you do, and then swinging it around again and cutting at the back of his legs before he's even had a chance to kind of turn around and face you. Um, and that is Alexis' turn. Helmy, then ally, then Kaya. Helmy is going to dive bomb red. All right. And help Lex again. Okay. Uh, ally. Action, baby. I'm going to throw the dagger at green. Okay. Uh, that's a 24. Hits. Doing uh, 12 damage. Nice. And as it comes back, I'm going to grab it out of the air and stab it into blue. All right. Uh, that's a 14 plus 9, so 23. Hits. Doing... Ooh, another 12 damage. Nice. Uh, uh, and then... You're all looking very pretty beat up at this point. Green's still probably the strongest of them all. Okay, and then I will... Send a tail flying up at him. Uh, that's a 19 plus 9. Or no, Hits. plus 8, sorry. That will do eight damage. Eight. Ooh, he's barely hanging on. Um, as you slash at him after catching the boomerang blade, and then whip up and hitting him in the neck, and he clutches his throat, um, struggling to breathe, struggling to stand at this point. Kaya, unless you're moving, ally, or doing anything else. Uh, no, I'll stay there. All right. Kaya then Una. Kaya will look towards Blue and see that he's still standing and switch her grip on her dagger, and she will cast Magic Missile at second level. All right. Uh, Is that who? At one bolt at Blue and three bolts at Green. Okay. So roll Blue uh, first. Four force damage to Blue. So a tiny uh, missile of arcane energy whizzes through the air and just like pops him in the back of the head, um, sending him keeling over. And five, seven, nine force damage to green. And seeing that he's still standing, Kaya will go back into the wagon one step. Hi, Eret. She can't see me. Way. It doesn't look like she's she's in the wagon now. Can't see me. Oh yeah, she can't. <laughs> Eret's gone. Um, well, actually, you rolled a net. Tw- yeah, no, yeah, Eret's freaking gone. I don't know where he is. It's close. Um, it's close, but I can't see him. Yes. Um, okay. Camo. Una, your turn. Um, Una, seeing then Eret. Him go down is going to. Uh, Hold on to. We need to decide who's on which side. Hold on to clip, uh, and move about here. Oh, 
about to shift the whole wagon. To you said here. Uh, or, still yeah. by the horses. Here, okay, there, yeah, we go. there you go. And then I'm going to angle my dragon breath to just hit green. All right. So that's going to be a dex save. Uh, that is a 17. That makes it so they take 14, seven points of fire damage. All right. And then Una uses her bonus action to uh, turn a third level spell slot into sorcery points. Okay. So again, Una just, while holding on to the reins with a confident hand and the horses staying put, wheels around and just, just continues spewing flame um, from on high. And uh, he's looking pretty bad. They're all looking pretty bad, especially Blue, because he's dead. Um... <laughs> And Eric, it's your turn. Um, so I'm gonna sneak out the back of the wagon and attack Red. All right. Uh, you shooting at him? Yep. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen just hits. Oof. Close ones. Ugh. That was awful. Uh, 12 damage. 12. That's your awful hit. The arrow slips in underneath his armor just barely, and you see him kind of like bend over in pain. Still standing. Barely, but still standing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, I'm going to jump back in the wagon. <laughs> Kaya still doesn't see you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she saw me jump out and jump back in, but sure. Nope. Nope, she didn't. <laughs> Stealth roll was too high. Uh, Alright, it is now their turn. Um, Red is going to attack at Lex with his three attacks, almost kind of in, like, desperation at this point. Um, so... Oh, is he still holding the crossbow? I mean, he's got a crossbow. Why do you ask? We're good. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's going to um, pull out his swords and uh, attack Lex. It's a 19 and an 18 for the long swords and an 8 for the short sword. Short sword. 19 and 18. Uh, 13 slashing damage from the long sword so rounded down to six uh green is going to kai's in the wagon going to run up on una and well let's see here this is gonna be good i'll do this he's going to run up here he's gonna do the same thing he's trying to cut down the fire breathing furbolg first uh, with two long sword attacks. Uh, those are both 14. Oh, 14 misses. 14 misses. Nice. What's your AC? 15? Yep. Nice. Uh, and then he's going to take a short sword attack at Ally. 23. Yep. Uh, doing five piercing damage. And that is their turns. Um... And now it is to Lex, then Helmy, then Ally. How bad is Red look? Very bad. I 
kind of want to pull the bolt that was sticking out of me that he just shot at me out and try to shove it into his forehead. Okay, roll attack. With strength. You add strength modifier. <laughs> with advantage for the help. Oh yeah, with advantage, yeah. Wow. Um, plus my strength. Oh yeah, no, that's only like a nine. Nine? Oh, yeah. That one, that you, you pull it out and it hurts pretty bad. And you go to swing it at him and um, as you do, uh, he kind of um, swipes your hand down and your um, the arrow just kind of breaks on uh, his splint armor. Um, with that, I'll put, I'll just grab the uh, 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 pummel, or just, you know, readjust my grip of my sword and just go for one last attack at his neck. All right. Recklessly, because... Oh, thank God, it's a nat 20. Nat 20, just... You just quickly readjusting and refocusing, kind of losing yourself in a moment of, of pure rage. Um, something clicks, and you just and decapitate the brigand as he collapses down to the ground. As he drops, I just kind of look at his uh, head as it rolls away and just say, I don't think your services are needed anymore. (laughs) You get a point, Lex. It doesn't mean anything, but you get one. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Alright, how me then an ally? Um... Popping my head out of the wagon and being able to see what's going on in front of me, I'm going to send Helmy shooting forward. I don't think he actually needs to give the help action because of pack tactics, but whatever. Uh, Helmy's going to shoot forward and dive bomb green. All right. And that's what Helmy's going to do. All right. Ally, Kaya, then Una. Okay. Uh, stab with the knife. Uh, 18 plus 9, 26, it's- 27. Uh, and that was two plus six, eight damage. Eight damage. <clears throat> Still standing barely. Hang um, on by a thread. And then eight plus nine, so 17. 17 just And that hits. would do 12 damage. 12 damage. How do you want to do this plan? Yeah. Uh, he's... Ally's going to, like, scramble up his back and just stab once into his neck and kind of just wrench it across and bring it down and just stab him in the chest. And he's kind of like, he starts running off into the field, like trying to like throw you off. And as you pull it kind of and pull across, it kind of lurches him to one side as he's still fumbling to get at you. And then he's sort of just like falling and you just deliver a final blow into his chest and his arms go limp and he just, just goes down into the mud. And... That was that of the, uh... No, Eric, I don't know how I feel about this knife thing. It's a lot of blood everywhere. It's stand up covered in blood. <laughs> you, just gotta, you gotta cut them better. Don't, don't cut them in the neck. That's a bad spot. Well, I mean, if we're trying to kill him, I feel like that's a good spot. Like, the more blood that comes out, the better, right? Well, I mean, if you just poke him in the heart, there's not a lot of blood that comes out. Well, I did that. <laughs> After you caught him across the neck. That's a fair point, I guess. <laughs> At least I can help with the blood, I say, and I'll start going over and casting prestidigitation on Ally. He's little. It shouldn't take me long. 
Luna's going to blow out a few tufts of fire as she just kind of collapses because she is hurt. Can't you, like, clean, like, a couple square feet? <laughs> like, that would be me <laughs> in one go. <laughs> and you all, all of a sudden, kind of get this sense of, like, panic and wonder. Oh, <laughs> your minds. I'm going to climb up to the shell. Oh, yeah, climbing up, you can see this head poking out of the shell, <laughs> um, kind of looking down at everything. You're doing all right, and, little and one. Then you just get an image of just blood flow <laughs> like like a torrent of blood oh. in your head kill bill style that's about how it yeah. was for me as well <laughs> and I'm then gonna, it goes it i'm gonna check their the pockets shell. for any coins okay i was gonna go to una make sure she's okay and then search the bodies una um, basically just mumbling to herself now and yeah, that's basically what's happening right now. She's still holding coming the out of her nose. <laughs> like, she's like on the ground, like sitting there, hunched over, just mumbling to herself. But you'll so, you'll see a crazed look in her eyes. It's just like seems very purposeful. Una, you can you know like check yourself over like you do everyone else, right? Yeah, you're probably not as hurt as you seem. Yeah, you're fine. Give everybody this look, <laughs> and I'll kneel down to Una and like. I will check her over, but like actually check her over. And She's pretty. See. How many hit points do you have, Una? I have seven. Okay, yeah, Una, Una's cut up bad. But she's talking to herself. You can see like things like slowly, very slowly healing. Yeah, I'll give her a pat on the shoulder as I go to inspect the bodies. All right, looking over the bodies, um, these. Like I said, these don't appear to be your sort of regular street bandit types. Deserters. Um, these guys are, um, they seem fairly well fed. Um, their weapons seem to be of like pretty decent quality. Um, they each have kind of a small quiver of crossbow bolts on them. Um, no, no gear though, just weapons. Well, they must have a camp nearby somewhere. And there's probably uh, more true. of them there. It's my we might too. have bitten off more than we can chew here with this. Well, we don't have to deal with this. We can move a piece of wood and continue on our way. Maybe yeah. if all they're going to try using is wood to as their uh, barrier, can we have anyone just burn them from a distance and we can just push on through? And I mean, to, I mean. Pretty much any of you could probably, I mean, it's kind of, um, it's a, it's a long piece of timber that is sort of on two sawhorse kind of like things kind of stuck down in the dirt. So you just have to like lift the log up and like walk it away from the road. Concern with just like barreling through with horses is just a, that hurts them. Oh, I mean, they wouldn't have, they would not have been able to run through this. Yeah. I mean. But if we have other ways to be able to break it, uh, break the blockade from it, this that's more what I'm curious about. Yeah. Oh, we see it. Uh, yeah, just it's it's like a, a twenty foot long um yeah, piece I mean it's it looks like they you know, found a piece of wood so, like a, a tree somewhere, cut Same it down, thing. made a <clears throat> yeah. Well these so we wanna... wounds are not gonna be mistaken for ogre wounds or anything. I I worry that we leave them behind. We're going to have 
things coming up behind us as we move on through here. We can scout out their camp and see if there's more, how many. Obviously must be something around here because they have no food, no camping gear or anything. There might be a whole camp of them if they're running this thing day and night. There's got to be probably three times their number, not more. Well, if you move the log, I can be right back. And Helmy will flap up to my arm and I'll sit on the wagon. Grab the tree and... Uh, I help allies move the tree. Yeah, Alex just kind of takes it under one arm and just kind of walks it I'm just around. It. <laughs> Thanks, ally. Thanks, Aaron. I go into Helmy's eyes. All right, and fly up. They didn't have any make, coins on him or anything, though. Uh, make a perception check with disadvantage. So I think that would be normal for Helmy. It's, oh, not 20! <laughs> um, so, Sorry, I didn't need to yell. <laughs> no, you're good. Nat 20s are all worth celebrating. Um, probably 100 feet or so south um, into kind of the meadows of the Tribreeze Valley, um, you can see what looks like a um, small fire pit um, and some um, kind of canvas tents set up. Can't see anybody else though. Looks like three tents. If there's nobody out and about, Helmy will silently, like an owl, fly up to one of the tents and just perch as close as he can. And if there's nothing near to perch by on, he will perch on one of the tent poles. Yeah. Look, there doesn't look to be anybody else at the camp. There are three backpacks um, underneath each of the tents and bedrolls laid out. I'll pop kind of these very low, um, almost, I mean, there's probably about three feet or so of room um, <clears throat> beneath the, uh, or between the ground and the top of the tent. So they're very lowly pitched. Yes. Very similar. Uh, I'll pop him out of existence and pop him back on my lap. Well, I think this is it, actually. I think this is the only, all of them. Their camp is just that way, not too far, but there didn't seem to be anybody else there. There are only three backpacks. Well, should we go check it out then? Makes sense to me. So Una's back on her feet, and anyone who stayed within 30 feet of her got 10 points of feeling. All right. Probably everyone. Yeah. How many? Uh, 10. I'm not even hurt. <laughs> I know. Enjoy the warmth. All right. Um, you guys are going to the camp. All right. Poking around, um, you find a bag with. Uh, let's see. Um, eh. is a large bag, but it only has one gold piece in it. Um, and you find three backpacks that are basically explorer's kits, um, with some of the gear used. Nice. So I'll take the gold coin and I'll flick it up into the shell. As, when you come back? Yeah. Okay. Um, Charlie's sitting and like, at, oh. as you, as you come back and do that, um, there's a sense of elation 
and pure joy um, somewhere in the back of your mind coming from this <laughs> pseudo dragon. We're going to give that poor dragon too much gold and he's just going to be so sad when he tries to fly off with all of it and he can't. <laughs> and he has to stay with us forever. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm like... We gave him that much gold when we met him. <laughs> What if they grew in size and like proportion to how much gold it or like currency or whatever <laughs> the hoard was? It becomes a red dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just thinking he just becomes too fat. He can't leave the shell. <laughs> <laughs> becomes like a hermit crab, hermit dragon. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds cool. Hermit dragon. The um, child picks out the top. top. The hole that we made for the <laughs> horn. Moana has been played in your house how many times and you're just having the idea for a hermit crab monster? Dragon thing? Alright. Um, so you all... Should we oh. take the kits as well or should we leave them? Well, I might as well bring them. Extra torches and rope never hurt. Supplies are supplies. I was going to ask if they had food. Any others out here, it'd be better to not leave their supplies nearby. If for some reason there's just others who aren't here at the moment. Yeah, so basically take a explorer's pack and cut everything down in, in half. So there'd be five torches apiece, ten days of rations apiece. So one and, and a half Adam, explorer kits. Add them to the wagon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. So you're all continuing on? C. All right. Um, after another hour or so of rolling on through the damp and uh, wet Tribreeze Valley, Eric, make an intelligence saving throw. Well, well, not funny. At 20. Uh, um, you, your expression remains unchanged. As a voice in your head echoes from inside your mind that says, To the Semeki that got away, here's our message for Fireswain. Return the seers before the end of Tilmir, or we kill the captives. Well, and with that, I think we'll pick it up there next time. You would end on that. Thank you, everyone, uh, so much for watching uh, for yet another episode of Duck, Duck, Dice. Uh, we hope you are staying healthy, safe, relatively happy. You're welcome to join us at the table at any time. Um you can join us again next week right here on Duck, Duck, Dice. And like we always say in the game of life and all others, roll on.